listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's been three weeks since you were looking for your friend, the one you never, the one you <laughs> never called you again. Remember when he told you he was about the Benjamins? You act like you hear him, then you give him a little trim to begin. How you think you're really gonna pretend? Like you wasn't down and you called him again. Plus, when you give it up so easy, you ain't even fooling him. If you did it then, then you will probably do it again. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're live on a Sunday morning, ready to get your podcast and week started bright and early. We are. That's right. Um, and we have a special guest. Um, it's not her first time on any of our shows because she was on um our nerd off where we had uh you know it was like all the ladies and me yeah we gotta um, do that again yeah the roddy's angels version of the nerd off of uh it's our girl the doctor aka lashonda what's going on hi babies how are you great yeah. um y'all should know her work from the mtr network um yes. uh and she uh does several podcasts over there and um you write you write stuff over there too right occasionally um shanna's more the writer than i am <laughs> but i write a piece here and there i did a star trek piece the first thing i did for them was actually a dragon age piece and that was written there you so, go from time so what so tell everybody about what you do at the mtr network um and how that came to be okay so <laughs> it a lot of people found you found other people through you i found you through chris I had been listening to Chris's show for 10 years. So back around when he started and you had guested on there, you were asking him, so how did you get started and what equipment did you use and stuff like that? Mm. Um, All that said, it was right around the time that situation happened with Kevin. I'm okay saying it because Mm. he's done a podcast about it. Yeah. Um, He had seven minute video that was like oh my god, is he going to shut down? He can't do that. He's grown so much. He's doing so well. I felt like my little brother didn't need to so when he said well i'm looking for help so i was like well i i like dragon age i can write a piece for you just let me know what you need mm. and then me him and leslie mack actually reviewed 12 monkeys i was going to do a written review and he was like do you want to just record one so i was like sure the first season back when it was good um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm so mad at that show right now so mad and then I said, well, I'm willing to write on Supergirl. And then him and Shanna had started recording on Supergirl. And he was like, I'm doing too much. Can you record with Shanna? So me and Shanna, that's how I met her. And now she's my little sister. I just adopt everybody. So <laughs> that's kind of how I got over there. And I'd done some guest stuff on his premium network with the nostalgia reviews. And then he was like, say, anyone want to do a show? I was like, well, I would love to talk about Doctor Who. Would you guys... Nah, I don't don't ever throw me up in that because I don't participate <laughs> in that slander. That's between you and Chris. <laughs> that. So that I mean, it just kind of ballooned from there, and then Shanna kind of volunteered me. I'd be doing Cloak and Dagger this summer, so I'm I'm, I'm doing that right now. Now that is bad. I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually like Cloak and Dagger. Me um, too. I didn't see this week yet. Yeah, we um, haven't seen this week yet. I swear to God, Freeform just picks a fucking time to throw the show on. It's it's not the same every week it was no, friday not. two weeks ago i looked at my I, so this friday you know i'm like okay we're gonna get home we're gonna watch this show we're gonna, right and i look on dvr it's already on there i'm like what the fuck is freeform doing like anyway um uh, but i do like the show though it's really good um I, I and i'm not as i get older and i have teenagers i'm like i really don't care about teenage angst but this 
I care about these teens, Inks. They are really, they are really doing a good job with the show. I really like that they changed the origin because I feel like the original origin was a little problematic for the characters mm-hmm. in terms. I didn't like the idea of oh, the black kid is a thug and he's being, you know, Captain save to this little white girl. I, I like that that's been reversed and that they kind of fixed that. Yeah, it's definitely so. like an 80s trope type of thing where before black people, they before they acknowledged that black people read the things they wrote, uh, I feel <laughs> like comic books had a lot of shit like that in it, you know, and I always, I always, the thing i always got from cloak and dagger no matter how many times they rewrote them was just this vibe of desperation like they are such the street urchins of the superhero game like they're like not really even heroes they're just surviving all the fucking time like it's like good times but a fucking comic book it was really hard to read them and they almost never got their own comic book because it was just the struggle dog like it was it was a lot but i actually do appreciate the depth that they put into um the characterizations of in the live show and i know it's good because karen actually like watches it um and she normally doesn't watch uh you know stuff like like she'll just kind of tap out quick on certain things but uh she we watched like the first two episodes in one night and she was like all the way in so yeah and this is also coming from somebody who has actually I don't want to say zero background because I've heard of the characters before, but I've like never read their comics, you know, never did that part of it. So I was aware of the characters. So for me, I'm kind of going in with the clean slate so they can literally paint any picture they want for me right now. And I, and I will be content with it. So for me, it's about my view is not based off of what I know. My view is based off of what story are you telling me? And I right now love the, the song and dance of them going through their struggles finding things out i think they do a really good job which is i think might be underestimated as special effects for for a tv show because mm-hmm. a lot of times once they oh, start yeah. doing special effects on a lot of tv shows you know we watch me and roger just watch heroes a lot of sometimes it kind of wonky it's not as good you can tell the budget with somewhere else it was like no 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 this is what you came for and we're gonna wrap you into the world and so I really enjoyed that. So for somebody with a clean slate, you can literally watch this show and not watch anything else related to it. And I think for me, that's one thing I like about it because sometimes people actually kind of tap in and out on certain things. They feel like I can't start watching certain things that may be comic book based because they feel like everything has to be connected. But sometimes it don't. Sometimes you could just watch one or something and say, fuck all the other shit happening around it and be just as content. No, I, I'm with you, uh, Karen. I hadn't heard, I had heard of Cloak and Dagger, but I always heard of them together. Cloak and Dagger, Cloak right. and Dagger, Cloak and Dagger. So I had never read anything. So I'm like, oh, do their powers work in tandem? They gotta be together to work it. But I like it. It was funny though, because I, I started that show and then Parrish and Shannon, who I podcast the show with said, well, you should read Runaways. Have you seen the show? And I hadn't watched the Hulu show yet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I went ahead and got the books from the library and I read the first full volume of Runaways. And Cloak and, da- Cloak and Dagger make an appearance in that comic. And I'm like, and I'd already started to watch the show. And I'm watching Cloak and Dagger in this comic. Like, why is she all up under him? Like, mm-hmm. she, like he, he's the man and she's his accessory. And then she had the boob cut out in her clothes. I'm like, mm-hmm. aren't they teenagers? What? Who the hell wrote this? And why did they draw them like this? It was just really gross. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I just, I love the show. I probably will not read the Cloak and Dagger comics because just of that one characterization, of me seeing them i didn't like it and didn't appreciate it yeah it that is it was always weird how they were drawn because their powers do work in coordination with each other um 
and um he does like kind of she like is uh very powerful but she's um fragile so like she'll do some like use her powers and then she'll like almost fucking faint right and then he using his cloak is able to like protect her and then she recharges within his cloak so they have this symbiotic relationship but yes when you when they draw it it always fucking looks like he's like either hovering over her or like he's like every other like page is him like holding her like are you okay you know we gotta get out of here and then like disappearing with her or whatever so whoever came up with that that trope you know i'm sure you know probably a white person um was not thinking about you know the optics of this brother hovering over this fragile white woman who constantly needs protection uh at all times and shit um and then they were oh maybe i was gonna say I mean, maybe, you know, you never know. You never know. Maybe there's into some cuckold things. I don't know. I'm just saying <laughs> that it was, I, when I was a kid, I remember reading about, reading Cloak and Dagger stuff and being like, not for me. You know what I mean? Like, even as a kid being like, this is kind of weird. Um, but what I like about the, the show so far is they're showing their symbiotic nature of their powers, but it's not like, um, i must protect you you're in trouble like both of them have these moments where they're like how the fuck did you get here okay what's going on with our powers <laughs> and then just like all right how do you get back you know and stuff like that like i like those moments as opposed to the like this nigga pulling out a cape and uh protecting her and then flying off and shit anyway uh what else you watching over there you said you don't like 12 monkeys have you not liked it this season or has it been longer than this season first two seasons were perfection Mm, season three i was irritated and annoyed and then now they're just like fuck it we're done so we don't care anymore and it shows so um but i have to watch it because i'm podcasting it i was like you know and i felt bad because i was podcasting it with herosia and herosia is so sweet and so positive and she was looking for all the good in it and this season she was like this is some bullshit i'm like when you have lost herosia you have truly lost everybody um I'm trying to think. What am cloaking? I'm trying to think of stuff I don't have to watch, and all of that has been basically mm-hmm. Asian dramas. I've been doing that for the last six or seven months. Oh, okay. Um, well, give me give me a name of one. We'll pick one and uh, put us on. And how do we find it? <laughs> oh, okay, so Drama Fever is a website that you can find Japanese, Korean, Taiwanese, Chinese shows. <clears throat> Ow! That was my finger. Uh oh. <laughs> um, it is a. Uh, it's kind of like Hulu, so it's streaming. You can get. You can get it for free with commercials. I have it through Amazon and it's a $5 subscription. So I can avoid the commercials and get to some of the exclusive content. Right now I'm watching a show called Secret of the Three Kingdoms and I'm doing it in place of Game of Thrones since they're waiting, making us wait a whole nother year. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically it is a show during the, um, during imperial times where a, a man is brought into the imperial palace to replace his brother who's the emperor who has passed away it's his twin brother but he grew up not knowing this and basically his twin brother his young man like 20 has been kind of a puppet for all these feudal lords and so there are all these people vying for power and using him because he's legitimate meanwhile he's trying to fight his way out of it out of it and secure his own brother's reign with the help of his brother's wife, the Empress, and his sister-in-law and his adopted brother. <clears throat> but I kind of like it because no one's perfectly good. No one's perfectly evil. And it's a show about him. It's not the, 
don't get me wrong, it is not the Chinese Black Panther. <laughs> but that, <laughs> and I say that because of what I'm about to say next. Mm-hmm. Remember in the ancestral plane when um, T'Chaka tells T'Challa, you're a good man and it's hard for a good man to be king? Mm-hmm. That's basically the theme of this show. He is a good man. He's very benevolent. He has his principles, but he's starting to learn that he's got to bend some of that if he's going to be a good emperor and bring peace to his people. Mm. He can't be so idealistic. So it's a really, it's really interesting. Um, none of the shows are dubbed. They're all subtitled, but I also did it because I used to take Chinese in high school and I wanted to pick the language up again. So hearing it mm. regularly helps me to recognize some of the patterns and the grammar pieces in the language. So, um, so if you watch it, you do have to read the subtitles, but I watch every show with subtitles because I find that I catch a lot more. So it doesn't bother me as much I know, as I know it bothers some people. Yeah, I watch every show with subtitles too. Um, the only time I really get, um, for some reason, I, I don't know why, it's only with animated stuff with subtitles. Sometimes I get sleepy. It's like reading. It's like reading a comic book or something for me. I don't know. I just, I'll just be like, I'm, I'm all into it. I love it. And then like 10 minutes in, I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to rest my eyes for just a, a little bit. <laughs> and then, and then next thing you know, I'm fucking awake. You know, it's like six in the morning. I'm like, Oh wait, what did I just miss all the second arc of Naruto? So yeah, but, but I feel you though. I'm not, I'm not knocking it at all. We actually had watched, um, and I can't remember the name of it. Uh, remember when we watched that, uh, Korean, uh, drama? Did you watch that with me? Yes. With the, the, the woman that was a ninja from the past and she got put into the future. Yes. And, um, it was so good. I don't and, even and know if we got a season two of that. Me either. And we also watched one, uh, where a dude, like, cross-dressed. That was the same one. Okay. That yeah, was that one so dude. Good. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that character, I don't, like, I didn't know what the significance of the character was but um yeah like he was like a manager of the restaurant and he also dressed as a woman sometimes and they just never kind of really talked about it but he played the hell out of that room. he played the hell it was hilarious i'm gonna i'm gonna have to ask moshi because she loves watching the korean shows and i haven't started to enjoy the korean shows even though i don't follow the language because the chinese shows they can be 40 50 60 70 episodes but then they do it and then they're done it's not like season after season after season of 100 and 200 shows mm-hmm. korean shows you get one season 16 to 17 episodes they get in they get done they get out and they're good but yeah. that i could i should probably check with her because she probably knows exactly what you're talking about yeah i wish i remembered the name i, I remember I, like i want to it had something to do with the girl though like the name of it was um did you watch on crunchyroll or one of them apps i can't remember it's crunchyroll or hulu okay. that's what i was actually trying to look at in the background Ooh, we i talking. think it may have been hulu because we complained about the commercials and that's i think that's my reason I was oh hulu, hulu had a lot of commercials yeah um well yeah i like i said i'll i'll see if i can find it in the background but yeah i just remember watching that series and being like this shit it was funny as fuck mm-hmm. remember she had that old woman that was like a mama yes oh my god anyway it was good as hell uh you just never know what's out there man um so get out there and enjoy yourselves is what we're trying to say guys um and there was yeah there was one scene i just talked about that i actually i couldn't help it like there was one scene where the guy what made me think of game of thrones when i was watching it was this kid was like i'm gonna i'm gonna cut their skin and then i'm gonna bathe in their blood and i'm gonna eat their face i'm like oh my god (laughs) that's one way to go but then there's another scene where this guy's trying to um in trying to capture the the emperor mm. and he's got three of his sentries and he puts one of them in a trebuchet and launches the dude at the wall. 
Jail. And the dude dies, splatters on the ground. And the commander's like, we're not close. Move it closer. And he puts the second guy in the trench. He launches him at the wall. Damn. <laughs> that sounds pretty intense. And right, when he, right when he's about to do the third guy, the emperor's like, enough, takes the bow and arrow and then puts the guy out of his memory, misery. Because the guy's like, you have to do me a favor. Don't let them do this to me. Kill me. <laughs> because you know it's old times it's chivalry and there's his right. wife the empress is on the wall um another woman's on the wall they try to cover the eyes the empress is like Mm-mm, i want to see this move your head. oh i mean that's actually pretty funny uh i might be into this it wasn't supposed to be but it was funny well you may have sold me i, I won't you know i'll just say that you may have sold me on the show and also for people that don't know you take pictures too tell us about that okay okay so <laughs> I don't know why I get embarrassed talking about pictures. I, I love your pictures. What are we talking about here? I'm so proud of your work. Uh, so I started taking pictures um, seven years ago because I had knee surgery. <laughs> and they had to cut my IT band. And I couldn't get around, but I needed to get out of the house. But I could limp around and take pictures. So I bought a DSLR Nikon. So I shoot Nikon. <clears throat> and I, I just like it. It's. But I don't do it as often. I took a three-week break from Facebook, and I picked it back up again. And I'm actually – and sometimes I take pictures at the conventions that I do. I do the smaller cons. I'm I'm not big time like Shannon and them. I'm like, oh, oh y'all got that stamina. Do it. I, I'll be here in the background. You need me to write something up, send them away. <laughs> but I, I, I mostly – I don't mind taking portraits, but I prefer taking pictures of events. So I had a friend here in the DMV who um, – was launching this Dear Brown Girls initiative. So I was, I would always do her photos for free. And so her events, I would take pictures and so she could use those to promote her work. Um, I, I might be doing an event at the end of the month for a nonprofit. Um, my son, my oldest is always fussing like, you should be getting paid. And I'm like, I just don't, I don't, <laughs> especially for other women of color, if I can help them out to launch their thing, I don't feel right charging them. <laughs> So, but no, I, I do enjoy taking pictures. I do have a website. Um, I'll give it to you. You can put it in show notes if you want. It's okay. Yeah, of course. I, <laughs> but, I love, I love, what are you talking about? I'm what are you? Okay, listen. Don't, right, don't, don't, right. don't have us get angry over here. Listen, okay, guys. Um, <laughs> we talk about this all the time on the show, and it doesn't just apply to us. No. It applies to everybody. If you're already doing this work, right. we as black people <laughs> already have to work twice as hard for half as much right white people ha- never have this problem we've never had a white person on our show and been like so this thing that you do that you are professional level good at um can you tell us about it and they were like i don't i don't know about oh oh boy here i go no fuck that <laughs> shit what what's the website and let's how can we promote it and i mean it's no i mean if you don't feel like you want to charge people for it out of like altruism i definitely understand that correct but let me just say don't let that stop you um if if, it, if it's a feeling of like i don't know how good i am at this thing or um if my work is worth it or whatever that's your time and your labor right um and other motherfuckers do not put all these qualifiers on their shit that like how many of us have paid for a fucking service from somebody we were like oh yeah this person should know and then we get in we're like oh this was some shit they didn't even care like they just charged me money and they don't give a fuck like 
i want to work with people that care you know i guarantee you're going to do a good job because you do care about people beyond just the the uh idea of like uh, i'm getting a check um and also you know it's not like you got to break their pockets you know right. we we have stuff like when we do advertisements on the show there's certain people that you know depending on what their product is depending on who they are we might charge them less than other people but if like you know some company asked me how much we charge oh that then oh yes all of it come get this uh come write this check you know but uh so yeah all that to say like yeah man don't don't ever feel embarrassed about promoting your stuff you do hard work you taking the time put into your craft um and you know you like this could also be a revenue stream at some point you never know like who's out there listening who's gonna hire you who's gonna be like who's gonna catch this like and and if care hadn't asked they might have never even known you know so and i guarantee there's people in our audience that are like looking for people to do something and they're like oh cool i didn't know lashonda was even a resource to ask to do this so you know and i'm not trying to tell you how to run your Mm -hmm. business or to be like i'm about to break these niggas pockets off i'm just saying you know be confident (laughs) and proud of your shit because you 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 deserve Mm -hmm. and and i know that's the introvert in me though i'm painfully shy and mildly socially awkward that's and i but you know what too i think that's if we're honest, it's not all black women, but a lot of us are predisposed to doing that because we're predisposed to diminishing ourselves. Right. Because it's what's expected of us and it's something we have to fight our way out. And I've been working on fighting my way out of it. Yeah. But I know I slipped so. But I like, I, I'm glad to hear you working your way out of it because like I said, I, I also suffer from imposter syndrome somewhat and, um, you know, all that type of stuff. But sometimes, listen, it, to use a colloquialism, we all need to accept that we are a bad bitch okay some of us have put in the work and the time and our work speaks for itself man and it really is like if we're not gonna walk in the spirit of a bad bitch then we not no one gonna no one else gonna see it you know what i mean so i'm not gonna wait on somebody else to be like you know your shit is dope and now i'm now that you've told me not to pay you and not to do this and not to go to your website now i'm gonna look you up like nah man do that shit now dog let's like i'm gonna tell you right now here's my business card like i've been doing i have a business card like we both have them mm-hmm. and i've been handing it out more uh-huh. the last like however many months because when someone asks me something one it's a shortcut okay come it's- on i do it in a heartbeat roger be like <laughs> you do it too quick i be like here you go find out information online all right i got to go because- well no 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 that's different hold on hold on this is different <laughs> i'm coming back to this i put a pin in what karen just said because this is totally different than what i'm saying i'm saying as an introvert it's a it's a shortcut karen's ah. an extrovert she just want to show everybody our card that's i different. do i'm saying as an introvert a fellow introvert to lashonda ah, okay. that business card is a good shortcut man like you don't have to do all that explaining you ain't gotta be like man you know just uh i mean so it's kind of like a radio show on the internet and like i mean we do have fun i mean how popular is it i mean it's okay you know i don't have to do that I just like man go to this website go to you can find it on itunes boom all right well cool man you ready to go finish playing basketball you know and so maybe that'll help i don't know if you already have those or whatever but you know then you don't have to get all up in the conversation see that's the funny part i have the business card so i hand them out when i do some of the event shooting mm-hmm. <clears throat> but i think I think with any venture, be it podcasting, be it photography, be it makeup, whatever you're into, it's about figuring out how to market yourself. And women in general, black women in particular, we it's something we have to learn. It's not something that I don't think it's something anyone's born with. 
but when you're socialized to diminish mm. it it's there's a steeper learning curve all that said the website is <laughs> i'm i'm out of the corner of my eye I, I see you sparger uh, okay <laughs> you're right um it's www.laimages.com is the website boom so, i will put it in the show note uh, I'm and I'm gonna use one of the pictures for the show art. I don't yeah. even know which one yet, but yeah. we'll make it the show art too. Yeah, her pictures are beautiful, and also I'm sorry, Karen. oh no problem. And also, <clears throat> what a lot of Black women fail to realize is that with the market like it is now, and everybody looking for Black people to do shit, there are people I know I do. I specifically look for shit. I'm like, I want a Black woman. I don't want anybody else to do this. We're doing this live you event, know. and what our planner like it was like, um, well, we want to hire a local photographer, you know, someone in the area, but we want to we want it to be a Black, black woman. woman. Yeah, we. So you know, like I'm like, if if people don't put the, the work out there, the name out there, you know, you'll never know. So um don't block your blessings man you should you know put it on a t-shirt or whatever you got to do uh because like i said fellow introverts unite i don't want to talk about it but i do want you to know so hey put it on a t-shirt <laughs> or a hat or some shit and let's do this yeah no no you're right yeah. you're right and uh, <clears throat> do you know how many people are whack at shit i'm talking about like super duper whack at some bullshit but they will let everybody know that they are doing some shit so if you good at it put your shit out there too let's come back full circle though um so when karen talked about handing out business cards and saying rod says i paid them out too fast she hands them out to people i don't want to contact me that is different <laughs> that's that's a totally different issue than what i'm talking me and Lashonda talking about blocking our blessings karen just handing out business cards to motherfuckers i'm like this motherfucker better not never call me so let's that's different i don't want everybody don't deserve a business card some of these motherfuckers are annoying and bugaboos and not a fitting to be calling me every day talking about let me get on your little podcast and shit like that because we done gave them some contact information no i've been through that too many times niggas will see me somewhere at a basketball court and be like oh man i heard you got a little podcast man you should let me come on there like nigga for what what qualifications what have you done what right you, you was gonna come in my house and start talking crazy to me and my wife no right so no you don't get a business card that guy never gets a business card 100 percent of the time he will not get a business card so and you don't respect what i do yeah that's a totally i just don't like giving them out willy-nilly uh, you got to earn these cards okay <laughs> uh, oh so you so you're not handing them out like a uh, cookout passes no now see if there's a white person coming to the cookout okay you can have a car i don't just go away stop talking to me okay that's different because i'm not going to the cookout anyway right that's why i automatically made sure that anyone with your id tag is going to be revoked so i'm letting you know you get one right now they're gonna scan you it's going to be like eh. it's so ironic because we literally did miss the cookout yesterday and we it, did and it was my fault I, yeah, my, we, my cousin we, my cousin uh anthony um had a uh july 4 slash birthday cookout last night yesterday um and i thought the shit was today and so i'm sitting at home like we've gone out to eat we've drank we're in for the night like we're chilling and uh my brother texts me at like seven o'clock like sup i was like oh what's up man you everything good how you he's like where you at i was like home (laughs) he's like yeah why why you not when you coming through i was like coming through for what we don't have anything planned today he's like uh the cookout is today i was like pretty sure it's the oh it's today okay all right well we won't be making a cookout 
so i sent uh i sent several white people instead guys i sent uh several white people in my place <laughs> but and nah. at that moment he was no longer invited to any cookouts apparently yeah I, you know what i didn't want to go anyway to i was sleeping it's introvert hell at cookouts and y'all just don't understand um really? Is that your cousin that used to play for the Hornets? I uh, used to play for uh not the Hornets, but I used to play for um Golden State mm-hmm. and Brooklyn and a bunch of places. Yeah, I used to play in the NBA. Um Okay. I, you know. I have a question about because mm-hmm. I've been looking for this on the premium side. The very first time I remember you guys talking about bullet ball, it was with your cousin and one other person is when mm-hmm. you int- you played the vid- you played the song and mm-hmm. the interview with Mr. Bullet Ball and Mr. Bullet Ball Extreme. Do you remember that episode number? Because I can't find it. <laughs> oh, um, I can probably find it. I really, I remember the. Yeah, uh, this is. I remember ago. the. I remember the title of the episode having something to do with eggs and guns. Let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, that was the very was first that, time we guys, talked about it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It go was ahead. back when you got to play music in the background mm-hmm. all the time. So it was quite a while ago. Yeah, I wonder, and it was always a. Drake, it was always a Drake song. It was the instrumental of those Drake songs yeah oh yeah because i at some point i just was like this is too much work and i made a whole playlist of instrumentals and just started chopping it up in the background um let me see if i can find it uh by searching my cousin my cousin's name um on the site but uh yeah i want to say it has something to do with eggs and guns in the title because i remember looking for that show art and it took forever um yeah it was domed so corny domestic violence um and it was guest anthony morrow um it was episode 63 um way back yeah we talked about a bunch of stuff and jc that was a that's his homie and uh Mm -hmm. i don't know if he's still i know he was his business partner at the time um and um they we talked about basketball and all kinds of shit why white people don't play spades uh voting in america <laughs> time travel kids with guns do not feed the homeless viagra incest wedding hospital towel bas- bicyclists are jerks private records 50 cent and gays yeah because i'm sure 50 cent was saying something very problematic eggs over easy and ramil robinson and that was episode 63 so that's been a long time ago mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah who knows what the hell that was about but um yeah so make sure you guys uh if those episodes are all available on our website for free um you can just go and search if you want to hear anthony and <clears throat> i remember we had uh that that might have been when we still had one mic mm-hmm. it was. and am i you know anthony's like fucking six eight and he's like <laughs> you know uh you know he's and he's a young you know cool and he's like a cool demeanor the demeanor type of person so like he we're like have to constantly I'll be on him with the mic like and anthony talking to the mic because now you guys can see it on camera we didn't have a camera back then but he would be sitting like this from the mic <laughs> and he's just like and he's like and in the background you just like me and karen like yeah and then remember this and he's like yeah that was funny i'm like anthony talking to the mic because <laughs> can't nobody hear that baby. Like, like what about this time that yeah, you not, what, not everybody got a mic what was it like playing against kobe oh man he good you know he got some shots and I'm like anthony you gotta talk to the mic what are you doing um so yeah that was a long time ago that's how long you've been listening for a while then you must have been on us from the jump i know i was i was i'm so proud of how much y'all grown i you know what <laughs> i am too man and Honey. you were saying something about chris when he was gonna end um insanity check and i still remember um 
even at that time being like i one you, you come so far um because uh i've learned a lot from chris because i started listening to chris way before we started our show mm-hmm. and um chris is a testament to growth you know yes, he is. um in addition to um like learning and becoming better because i feel like the internet is kind of a race that for people like you just show up as a perfect person every day you know what i mean there's no like yo i used to be this way i used to think this thing and and that's and that's actually more human and a lot more common that it feels like no one can admit that anymore like yo right. man i i was not always on i was not always on point i didn't always care about this shit Some, i used to be sleep yeah and so um one it was great to watch that process because it, it informs a, a lot about what we do and i think a lot of podcasters in general have have done have learned this from uh from chris and and others like him about growth you know um the other thing was i remember when that when everything happened with kevin you know we were talking behind the scenes and stuff and you know i was like chris i really think you can do this shit by just leaning on your audience i was like Mm -hmm. everybody wants to help you it's not like if this if your show goes away it's not going away just for you it's going away for all of us i'm a fan if you need if you need me to hop on i'm hopping on brandon you know uh i think might have been on the call at the time it's like yo if you need you need these movie reviews let's do these movie reviews and we just all came together and that's what i like about our our network of of people that we know our social network and whatnot is that people pitch in for one another and stuff and nobody made like a show of it like it's never people weren't running around like you know it wouldn't have been for me you know like it was none of that shit all everybody was just kind of like all hands on deck right and so many new voices that we got to hear via um mtr network that we would not have heard before come on um people that were on the fence like oh i kind of want a gateway in a podcast and maybe but i don't know maybe i can uh, help him out a little bit maybe and he was like opening up his platform like come on you know chris is also suffers from uh the same kind of paranoia i have of uh wanting to be a good person paranoia it's like am i am i am i abusing your work is everything okay and i don't want you to feel used you know that that shit but that's good those are the kind of people that need to reach out you know what i mean as opposed to like the you know the abusive ass i'm gonna use your work give me this free internship and stop asking me to put your at on your um on your articles type people like it's beautiful to see that and what he's created over there and what everyone's created over there is is become so uh organic but it's also just so like uh so natural and powerful man so it like when you brought that up it, that's what it made me think of because like that could have taken down a lot of um i know he was hurt you know at that time so it was just cool to see people like come in and contribute and and build what y'all have over there and you could hear it in the did you hear that feedback Oh, no, uh, no, no, it's good on our side. It. You still hear it? Do you need to refresh? Uh, hello, hello. Oh, okay, it's gone. Okay, it's, it's scary. I was like, "Whoa, why is my voice so loud?" Um, <laughs> but you can hear it in that seven-minute message that he gave too, and it was like I it, I had sent you guys feedback, mm-hmm. and then I was like, you know, don't read this on the show, but can you forward this to him? Like, hey, if you need something, I've been mm-hmm. listening for years, willing to help. And it's one of those things where I don't know that he recognized, even though he'd been doing it for years, they had people that were listening and were engaged and bought in. And sometimes you need to hear that. I know me and Shanna do a lot of recording together that I love her to pieces. She and I chat every day on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
sometimes she and I are recording and we're having fun together, but we don't know who's listening. I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. You mentioned I'm doing it. I was like, yeah, but ain't nobody listening. And then I get hit up on Twitter and I was like, oh my God, you were listening to that? Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you liked it. Right. Yay. And, and <laughs> you that, just don't know until you hear back. Right. And, like and I, I, yeah. I think sometimes as an audience, we forget that, you know, if you like something, it's, it's real easy, like you said, in the age of the internet and the age of Twitter and hot takes to, oh, I hate this and I hate that and the hell with this and the hell with that and let me tell you why you stupid and sleep and need to wake up and <laughs> it's real easy to forget that when we like something, we need to speak up about that too. We need right. to encourage and nurture that as well. Yeah. And we don't do enough. I agree. And especially considering like, um, like the black podcasting world is so small you know anyway so like even um when you disagree with somebody even when you have beef with somebody blah 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 that world is so small y'all have fans y'all have y'all share y'all share people right like you like there's there's always this i like this thing and um i think i was saying this the other day like i feel like kindness has become underrated in a short period of time like it's just like it didn't take long it's like the internet came and then kindness was like get they was like get the fuck out of here kindness you don't need no it's it's ruthlessness time you know and so um it's it's kind of like um even with our show there's been certain like things that i know in the past i would have been like yo i was listening to this person and fuck this and fuck their opinion and fuck their show and i used to feel that way and be like vocal about it and stuff and be like oh, i was listening to this podcast and they got this wrong or whatever and then i kind of mellowed out over the last like four or five years because i was like to a certain extent you share listeners with all these people you can get your point across without taking somebody down all the time like i still say your truth still get out there still let people know like yo this shit is dangerous da 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 but it didn't have to become a personal attack or whatever and it works mm-hmm. both ways the same way that i had no idea that you got to us via chris but and some people will get to chris via us some people's gonna get to nina via us some people get to us via nina some people gonna get like all this shit is like interconnected and when you look at it that way i think it allows you to have more grace for people than the the other way of like i'm gonna covet this audience and it's mine and because none of these people belong to us and we don't really belong to them it's just kind of us all it's almost like family like people just kind of hang out and they might sit at your space table for a little bit and then they're gonna go over to uh add space and play some dungeons and dragons with them and then they're gonna go you know what i mean they're gonna go over to uh mtr network and and i don't know play mass effect i don't know where everybody books people do different things at different tables is what i'm saying and and if you think of it that way i think it's a lot less uh animosity but it also makes so much sense why you know everybody lifted their hands and be like nah chris let's make this network thing work you know and that's and that's something that i don't think chris could have predicted or we could have predicted when he started that show correct and i know for me uh the voices that came out of out of his network i i actually were drawn to you Mm -hmm. know and so i know that as far as like LaShonda, Shanna, Latoya, and all the other people, Cokie Negro. I, well, we knew Cokie Negro the Twib, but a lot of people from the network, their voices got out there to an audience that otherwise wouldn't have heard them, 
otherwise you know they you would have still done things but it would may have been uh, a different because chris does a real good job of amplifying and pushing and encouraging and you know letting you know that you can do this you know i remember the show he did with him and shanna he was like one of his things was goals let me know what your goals are and whatever mm-hmm. it is you pin it in there and i will help you do those things i will help and that's kind of a way of giving back and i know for me particularly with you and shanna i actually was just drunk because I, I I will always say I have a sweet spot in my heart for black women's voices, period. That, but, but that's just me. So anytime I hear black women speak, they kind of catch my attention more than any other group because I always hear what white people have to say. You always hear what white men have to say. You know, and to an extent, you kind of almost always hear what black men got to say. So I'm, I start looking for more marginalized groups, you know, LGBTQ, you know, uh, non you know non-gender conformative type of people but for black women it kind of sparks something in me so that's why i'm drawn to y'all and latoya with secret sauce and those shows actually mean the world to me and i know that i wouldn't have got those shows hadn't it been through chris mm-hmm. all right guys this has been a very long intro um <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've had it we've had it. but it always happens when we have people on the like main show for the first time we get to kind of interview and chop it up for again um i did have one more question before i i get into our intro um how did you get into doctor who like what was the process of that because i i honestly i watched my dad tried to get me to watch some doctor who because he used to come on pbs in like the seven no the 80s and um i couldn't get into it at the time and apparently at some point the shit became completely different than what i watched when i was a kid because when i watched it it was look like fucking like some of the worst special effects it was like really cheaply made really like you know i just remember the theme music with that whistling sound and i was like and like it was so bad that that would come my dad would sit me down in front of it and be like 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 i don't know three two one contact would go off and i'd be you know because i was like hype about three two one contact come on and then doctor who would come on and i'd be like what is this shit what are, what, what what are you doing dad so how how did you get into it because you I, I i when you talk about it you you don't seem to be talking about that time you seem to be talking about the new stuff so what was the process of uh even liking this stuff so i am talking about the new stuff um but uh hashtag blame children so what had happened was um this was a few years ago my youngest child um has stumbled across it on netflix and he was like mom you have to watch the show with me and it was the ninth doctor and so i sat down and we watched and i didn't i wasn't paying attention was not paying attention to the time we started this show around two o'clock in the afternoon i looked up his brother came in like mom are you cooking what's going on and i looked it was nine o'clock we had finished this whole series i'm like did that just happen and I'm like, okay, they got any, it's like, ooh, mainline, they got any more of these Doctor Who's on Netflix? But I, <laughs> and so for the next two weeks, we watched Doctor Who on Netflix. Aww. And then I was like, do I have BBC America? I changed my cable package. Cause I had to change, I'm, I'm with Fios. And certain levels don't have BBC America. I went through, I was like, oh, I ain't got it. What, do I need to pay more? And then it's like, no, actually you'll lose channels. And pay less, but you'll have BBC America. I was like, sign me up. My my oldest was pissed. <laughs> he was like, what? My sports channel is gone. I'm like, yeah, but but we got BBC America, so we can watch Doctor Who live now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's, that's 
that's kind of how I found it. And I just fell in love with the whole idea of it. The production value in season nine was really bad. Mm. Um, but just the storytelling, it was fun. It was so much fun. And then, so I called myself going back because Hulu had all the archive shows mm-hmm. of the classic who it's called classic who, which your dad had you watching. And so I went back and I started watching. I was like, Hmm, this is more cerebral, but it makes sense because of the effects at the time. And mm. they were only 30 minute, 20 minute episodes. So I tried to get my youngest to watch. <laughs> this is a child that when I tell him that channels went off at 2 AM and came back on at 6 AM and there was nothing but snow on the TV. He was like, how did you survive? <laughs> <laughs> you were probably sleeping. <laughs> I was like, we were sleep. Y'all the ones like right. stay up all night on the TV. And there was, he gave up. It was a season. It was a third doctor. And he was, someone was shooting electricity and it looked like somebody had drawn in white lines electricity on the screen. It was so bad. And he looked at me. He was like, no. And he walked the room. And I'm just, so I just want to be clear, guys. Okay. I'm not hating, but even for the time the special effects were cheap like it wasn't like like it wasn't just a matter of guys all special effects were cheap back then no i did have other tv stations and i did watch other tv shows guys it was specifically i don't know what was going on they just was like listen guys okay we're gonna use imagination all right and and imagination is more important now this may look like a painted trash can but this is actually a robot that will kill you and you're like all right really? if that's what y'all say and i couldn't i couldn't make the leap guys i'm sorry um but i i hear the new stuff is dope and how long are the seasons is it like you know because like british tv shows just do like they're like sometimes it'll be like three episodes and that's a whole series or whatever right. like how long are, how long are the series for dr who usually 10 to 12 and then they have a christmas episode mm-hmm. um if it's a the christmas episode if they're switching to a new doctor is where the new the doctor regenerates ah form and so you get a glimpse of who the new doctor will be but then you don't get the next season again so there was a real big gap between um the series with clara and the 12th doctor peter capaldi and the new the last season with peter capaldi and the black queer woman um, bill that he had a black queer woman who was his companion which was amazing, which also I was kind of side on. It was like, oh, finally, diversity in Doctor Who. I'm like, oh, so Bill wasn't nothing? <laughs> you have a queer woman right. who is open about her sexuality, opening about loving women, smart, brilliant. They shat on her, mind you, but that's a whole other discussion. Mm. That's for another Doctor Who discussion on the nerd off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and but then everybody was like, oh, well, it's a woman. And there were white women that was like, oh, the doctor shouldn't be a woman. I was like, you know what? I was looking at this woman like she's basic. But now, just to be contrary, I'm all in. Right. I'm a root for it. Y'all are being ridiculous. Y'all, oh, you can't even support your own. What the hell? It's what amazing. is that about? It's amazing how often that happens with my agendas where I go into it with like some like specifically woke black ass like version of the agenda where I'm like, not only do i not care that y'all finally diversify to a woman but y'all take the white woman fuck this shit basic ass da da da. and then like halfway through i'm like looking at trolls on the internet be like well actually like uh the last jedi we're gonna harass all the actors and uh get them off the internet and i'm like you know what actually it's the best fucking movie i've ever seen in my life and everyone can kiss my ass how about that you know and it's funny it's because until you throw other people into it i'm like 
oh yeah i really like that movie by the end i'm like it's the greatest movie you know <laughs> like oh <laughs> uh, but yeah i i feel you on that and i can't believe they um they would do that i guess it's kind of like the whole james bond can't be a uh can't be a black Man, person yeah uh, can't yeah. like they like we haven't made it to it's woman man yeah like we we just went to can't even be a black man like we haven't even made it to any other genre of like we just still so many other checks you can mark off and they're like black men why i never i they don't make english black people please stop. right everything else is imaginary <laughs> we can have a robot that kills you but a black doctor who that's why i draw the line my good <laughs> sir time travel of course aliens no problem <laughs> black people I, well, whoa let's slow down right you like what's going and on honestly i had hoped that they would pick like um an indian woman so mm. or just another brown woman mm-hmm. so I, I wanted a woman i wanted a woman of color you know what i, I would have loved do you watch the expanse yes of course Sheree. i can never pronounce her last name Sheree. oh um 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 what is her name on the, the show one- uh, i don't know her name on the show but i love her voice i have I love a, her I, I literally i literally wore um her uh a shirt with her the other day. anyway mm-hmm. yes i know who you're talking about yes and uh been everybody should watch the expanse by the way it's fucking beautiful i love it um and so i finished on amazon but I, I gotta go back to it at some point <laughs> it's so good i finished um i like it comes on sci-fi and i watched the whole season uh just it just finished this this last couple weeks or whatever <sighs> guys yeah that's that's his show it's beautiful it's it's what space would be if humans were out there because we would fuck it up um <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh before we move on for somebody that uh does not uh watch doctor who i actually love when doctor who comes on because my whole timeline like i didn't know black folks watch doctor who until like social media because my whole timeline will lit up light up with doctor who and i was like who because like i said i wasn't doctor who fan i never really heard it so i was like who the fuck what's the doctor who doctor, what are we talking about here i was like oh so the big controversy about uh, you know them not having a woman then they having a, like blew my timeline up i was like oh whatever it is uh they got the white folks angry i'm here for it mm-hmm. <laughs> yep agendas man they're mm-hmm. serious yeah. all right oh go ahead yeah, about to say, yeah, a lot of times I ain't got to have no, uh, I guess no, uh, bark in the fight. All I know is that anything that makes a right, uh, racist white people mad, I'm like, all right. Yep, no My bark. agenda's that simple. No bark in the fight. Mm-mm. Let's get into the episode. Uh, we have news and stuff. You can find us on theblackouttips.com, iTunes. Leave us five star reviews. Appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that. The official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball. And bullet ball. Hey! um i love when people do that oh also (laughs) um um, we're sponsored today by shadow dog productions they have some youtube uh channels that they would like to promote it's called shadow dog productions ta-da go to youtube search shadow dog productions 
like their videos click on things um give them a thumbs up uh leave a comment share it all the things you do on youtube subscribe it helps us out they pick up a subscriber they notice that stuff they come to us and they go right karen when you guys do ads on your show we always get subscribers here's some more money and that's really what we're in it for guys the money so help us get to the money all right it only takes a few seconds of your time to help us get to the money thank you yes uh steve harvey and his wife speaking of money are possibly caught up in a 400 million dollar divorce drama over chris jenner oh my god no one saw that coming first (gasps) i i I did not um i mean we just literally got an email from uh, a comment from my girl miss smart on um the pregame which is show me and justin do um and she wrote in to tell us about the goodness and the gospel of Marjorie Harvey and how she has secured the hell out of the bag. Okay. Because me and Justin, uh, we definitely root for side chicks, groupies, uh, whatever you guys like to call them, gold diggers. We root for that. Uh, I feel like that's a lot of work mm-hmm. and it's underappreciated and they get a lot of scorn for something that many of us do not have the wherewithal to do. I'm not fucking Steve Harvey for any amount of money. But Marjorie Harvey went in there and said, I'm not just securing the bag for me. I'm securing the bag for my children that are not his, that he has adopted and put his last name on. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's some change. <laughs> um, and she got that, she got that ring, you know, so, and then his empire really blew up underneath her too. Like, oh yes, yeah, secure the bag, secure the entire bag. I mean, it's basically like Ocean's 8, but with Steve Harvey's money. I hope she gets half. I hope she gets half of it and, and then the kids get some too we've all said that this man needs to be taken down who better than major harvey thank you i think of it wait wait what'd you say you broke up a little bit can you hear me okay now we hear you go ahead my thing is chris jenner Mm -hmm. isn't she still married to caitlin I don't know the rules know. of what's going on over there. I don't know. I haven't followed. Official I'm a, see, so this happens all the time when we talk about the Jenner Kardashian um, stuff. Um, we don't really hate them or like them because we don't follow them. Yeah, I'm. So, so <laughs> I always, <laughs> like, I feel like the people that hate them know. Like, they know for sure. They're like, first of all, the marriage was annulled in 1973 or whatever. I don't know. I, I legitimately don't know. Um, I know she has that black dude that's always around there, uh, cause Kanye rapped about it in the last album saying that she, uh, something like, I, I called it a Corey something when I secured a bag. So something about she's still fucking with that young black dude, um, uh, that I don't know his name. Um, so I think she may be, you know, on the market, you know, of some type. I just don't think Chris Jenner would ever be dumb enough to marry somebody oh no 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 never she's worth entirely too much money like women like that this is how you know women smarter than men women like that understand the game to a level where they're like why the fuck would i get married like yeah. over ain't never getting married yeah she's I, like you I, you know how hard i work to be the first self-made black woman billionaire no i'm not giving up none of this stedman <laughs> you can listen stedman i will allow you to let me sit on your face and that's as far as we're going <laughs> like if you want a wedding rings and shit like that you need to get the fuck out of my house like you can go live in the west wing of the mansion if it's gonna be this problematic around here so and i think uh chris jenner would never allow one of these niggas to take half of her empire either so it's a wrap uh for that's not happening 
Well, and my thing of it is, why is it that women who are wildly successful and have a lot of money expect it just to marry? Like, people have been fussing about Oprah not marrying Stedman for years. Oh, he a kept man. He's quite comfortable being a kept man because he ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they seem happy. Why are you so pressed about her not marrying him? The thing is, only a man would be stupid enough to be worn down and do it. Because we have men that do stuff like, like, I'm a, you know what? so-and-so is a confirmed bachelor and they just gonna be around women all day they never gonna get married they're gonna play the field that's just what men do they always somebody always secures the bag it doesn't fucking matter george clooney somebody always gonna be like Mm-mm, nah boo you gonna want to settle this man we can't help it i feel like maybe it's our possessive gene i don't know what right. we like that ownership once you meet like the one it's like i got to lock her down i got to put a ring on this maybe it's societal pressure i don't know like if you're a man who can marry why wouldn't you marry be married at some point like a nigga like steve harvey don't need to be married all he do is cheat and and be ain't shit to women why would he ever want to risk his fortune for for women he clearly has a disdain for him but he can't help himself you know so i don't know like drake gonna get married at some point Derek jeter got married like they all do it so i just like i said women only want smart enough to be like it's a trap i know this (laughs) i know how this game runs i know this one this the one where i give you half of my hard-earned work no i don't think so um but yeah so uh apparently this is all rumor of course but he may be having a family feud (laughs) uh steve harvey is facing a 400 million dollar divorce bombshell as his wife walked out because he was getting too close to showbiz pal chris jenner the love rat tv host love rat is that a thing what is that i don't know 61 yeah yeah okay uh 61 years old and his third wife uh, marjorie who's 43 moved from uh atlanta to los angeles last year to launch the former stand-up comic self-titled talk show i thought he already had a talk show he had he had a radio show and then his radio show turned into a talk show and we covered it remember how they had all those problems and then he went from that to oh yeah yeah because then he he was gonna quit the show mm-hmm. or something so this must be a new he fired everybody to relocate it oh i thought he fired it okay. okay get it out west okay. yeah he had wrote that uh that letter that uh one of the best uh introvert letters of all time like don't be coming up <laughs> in my room and shit without asking yeah. stop asking me questions trying to have conversations with me when i don't feel like talking yeah he i mean it's steve harvey so we couldn't say it at the time but oh, i felt that level that letter on a spiritual level i was like yes yes <laughs> stop running up in my motherfucking cubicle i don't care about your casserole sharon um <clears throat> but according to insider steve Coz- is cozying up the kardashian momager during uh closed door business meetings endless phone chats and non-stop text messaging he has sent Mar- it has sent marjorie over the edge um can you imagine a a a, a, a offspring with the harvey and jenner dna mm-hmm. the level of scamming they would be able to do can we not that 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 that, that that's some kylo ren level shit let, let let's not let's not say we did how's that like nigeria could never okay like never y'all would not we would not be ready for the level of scam that would come out of that Mm -mm. 
there was a huge blowout fight and marjorie walked out threatening divorce there's no way she was going to put up with steve hanging out with a man eater like chris man eater did chris write this article especially since he's proven time and again he can't be trusted steve and 62 year old chris uh who's a two-time divorcee have been buddy buddy for years uh they were pictured together during paris fashion week in 2015 they've also been seen fat wait this nigga goes to fashion week with all them buttons on his suits mm-hmm. yeah they be inviting him to shit they allow him in that is mm-hmm. ooh, must be nice uh they've also been out in hollywood on multiple occasions and chris appeared on his talk show to help boost ratings to further cement their relationship chris brought her brood to family feud <laughs> brood uh <laughs> despite their apparent closeness the tv insider insisted chris has no interest in steve romantically i mean why would she man she's got that like young black dude that's smashing it down over there right i got this young boy breaking my back what i want with your old ass right and and, and you know it's not money because she got more money than all these people come on instead almost go ahead lashonda what'd you say it almost said something real foul Mm. i'm not gonna say you might it's about you home you you amongst you covered, covered it you got you a hot young boot thing what you need with steve harvey's old yeah. balls yeah <laughs> just saying don't nobody want his mm-hmm. wrinkly old balls um despite their apparent closeness a tv insider says that chris has no interest okay instead crafty chris is stringing steve along hoping to manipulate him into sharing his tv smarts so she can use his advice to boost her own sagging empire oh the empire sagging okay chris is pursuing you don't hear about him in- i'm sorry you don't hear about them as i well i don't follow them at all but it used to be even following them you'd hear about them almost every day even their show and you really don't hear about them much anymore so it might be sagging you know what i wonder i wonder if shit got too real because i like every time that i've ever like tried to even watch three minutes of their show i've always been bored to tears because they don't do anything right and i always wonder like how do they keep people watching um but when real life shit happens they don't put it on their show nope like like lamar odom was a full-blown crackhead and they was like none of this makes the air like well like we're not putting any of these hospital visits and shit on here until everything's cleared up um you know when they have cheating scandals and fucking break babies and all that shit with like black china and stuff they just keep it away from their show and it, and it happens in the blogs and in the tabloids but we don't really see it so i wonder if maybe shit got too real between kanye west um and and all this stuff where they're just like yeah we're like the show's boring and the stuff around the show is more exciting than the show so maybe people don't watch the show as much maybe i don't know that shit been on like 10 years somebody been watching i, I don't know well, my is, i think my thing is this um they started their show after the I Love New York and Flavor of Love. And for reality shows, that's what people really started to get into. Mm. That's why Real World got trashy. And so you are putting on this sanitized Brady Bunch vision of your family when the news is telling us, no, y'all are more along the lines of Flavor of Love and I Love New York and Real World, San Francisco Part 2, not the good one with Pedro, but the trash-ass one. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, people were probably tuning in waiting for the juicy and realize, oh, y'all are, mm-mm, this ain't what we tuning in for. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, and they're like, I mean, they're beauty icons as far as like their product selling and shit. Like 
someone is buying all this shit i don't know of who course. they are i don't you know i feel yeah. like it's just not my circle of people they should be selling out lip gloss and plumpers and all that shit yeah it's either it is my circle of people and they just don't talk about it you know which i understand like uh the social pressure of like that you know i, I like i feel like people probably listen to the breakfast club that listen to our show but they just don't talk about it of course because they don't want to get roasted for listening to the breakfast club but somebody watching that shit um and i wonder maybe the kardashian shit is like that where you like nah fuck kim fuck uh kanye fuck all these niggas but i need they got my shade of lip gloss and i do need to click purchase and but fuck them though you know maybe that's what's happening um but uh whatever's happening uh they're saying the ratings are 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 sagging so i'm just gonna take that uh as 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 a word at it but my question is why would steve harvey be the one to help is it are his ratings great or something like does he have better ratings than the kardashians i wonder i don't i thought it was on family feud people love him on family feud now he is good on family feud god come on he to me i don't care what nobody said he won the best host on family feud because you have to have a certain type of personality a lot of them white dudes was very 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 boring and hundred them faces and them jokes i am here for that life is complicated and uh one of the complicated parts of life is thinking steve harvey ain't shit but he is good at that family feud yeah honey mm. it's one of the few shows that me and my mama both could sit down and watch and crack up for an hour that man he was born to do that he don't really need to yeah. do nothing else no he doesn't like it's why make books you know what i'm saying why do a talk show you don't even need it just do family feud all the time every you're priceless no there's no amount of money they can pay him on family feud that would be too much right because only he can make them exasperated looks at these people like i can't believe you just said that stupid <laughs> shit like he is the best at that period like i watched a clip of just his best moments on family feud one day it's such a rabbit hole because you just be on youtube all day like uh this nigga said some stupid shit he got the best you just said that stupid shit face it's Mm -hmm. anyway um but uh yeah (laughs) i guess that's how he looked when marjorie was walking out the door he's making one of them faces (laughs) he was like oh this shit is stupid we'll see (laughs) i like i like when he take a knee i like when he had to take a knee like it's so stupid it's like it the answer drains the the energy out of his body and he just be like it's like he praying how stupid the answer was that's the best oh <laughs> anyway guys go on youtube look up some steve harvey family feud clips it's good it's real good, i cannot y'all. i cannot recommend it enough um anyway so she's trying to get his business knowledge apparently that's the first part that made me think maybe they are fucking because i'm like for real although keeping up with the kardashians has been a monster hit the show created by ryan seacrest and chris desperately needs guidance to grow her own showbiz brand um according to sources chris has tried to produce a long list of shows they all been disaster oh the production angle i see okay i can see that so maybe their show is doing good in the ratings but the things she tries to create of the spinoff stuff is failing and i I can see that yeah 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 because didn't they try to do a a show with caitlin jenner right and that shit flopped and yeah. you know because it was like like lashonda says one of the things people go well y'all not really giving me what i came oh it was very boring and people was just like mm. okay well you know what maybe that makes sense i mean and the caitlin jenner shit was like what were you thinking bringing on someone who's okay i feel like i'm gonna get in trouble i'm trying not to get in trouble it Cable, I don't know that Caitlyn yeah. Jenner was the right person for right, that show. Right. That show was about to be supposed to be about 
transgender men and women's experiences in America. And mm-hmm. here you have someone who has publicly said some very problematic shit about mm-hmm. the gay community, the lesbian community, even the transgender community as your your spokesperson. Mm-hmm. So that to me was bound to crash and burn. Right. And that's not not, not knocking whether or not Caitlyn is transgender or right. not. She says she is, so I'm going to respect that. Right. But she got a lot of learning to do. Yeah, that's the thing. That was like the Black Lives Matter show starring Jason Whitlock. Like, it's going to fail. Like, you cannot, and that is a failure from the ground up. Like, that's not just the failure of Caitlyn. That's the failure of whoever came up with the idea to put the whole thing on TV as far as, um, hey, we want to have this groundbreaking icon for trans people. And it's like, but they are literally one of the most anti-LGBTQ people like with a platform right now and you're gonna give them a platform to spread that and act like it's all just harmless bullshit when it's not so yeah it was doomed yeah that was i can see why she might need some help yeah, uh, and I, chris might, I can see why chris might need some help picking shows then. yeah i forgot she did she had her own talk show that shit got canceled real quick too wow yeah mm-hmm. that's terrible yeah because um, i remember because she bought kim and kanye she was trying to do everything to get them ratings on people was like uh no. oh wait chris had her own talk show yes okay. she did it didn't last long okay okay well yeah so i guess maybe it do, it would make sense that she might want to um ask steve because steve is a working ass nigga and oh he don't say he stay no, with the show he don't say no to a paycheck he stay with the show um i, I mean so uh but yeah you know steve be cheating and stuff uh he cheated during his previous marriages and Mar- marjorie knows he could do it again she knows her man's weakness knows everything about him that's why she watches him so closely steve left his first wife marcia in 1990 while she was pregnant to move in with mary shackleford who became his second wife in 1996 before even filing for a divorce steve ditched mary in 2005 for marjorie and his bitter ex has never forgiven him last year mary shocked with a 60 million dollar lawsuit claiming he bullied her out of a fortune uh during that divorce and his cheating triggered a breakdown that landed her in the mental hospital mary's sister ruth latrell fume once a cheater always a cheater steve's up to his old tricks it's nothing new marjorie will end up divorcing him and taking him for everything he's got mm-hmm. i hope she takes him for everything and then gives some to his ex-wives like girl we thought we did it it was all a plot <laughs> <laughs> has that ever been a movie we- we yeah. made it ladies <laughs> has, has that ever been a movie plot i just feel like i stumbled upon a, the greatest heist movie plot of all time we just Come on. keep marrying this rich nigga till one of us gets half and then we split the money <laughs> just, i would watch this movie <laughs> we can get rihanna in it maybe lapita we do like a Come whole on, ass. the baddest of the bitches we do whole <laughs> all right um let's see what else oh the louvre is offering a jay-z and beyonce tour now smart they knew what they was doing and the only thing is in the whole thing in french Mm, yes yes they don't do it in english but you know people don't care people go i don't give a fuck what language it is and i'm showing up anyway all right chris brown has been arrested on a county warrant uh stemming from an incident in april 2017 um it happened in florida he was performing at west palm beach in his heartbreak on a full moon tour that's oh that's just, okay then he walked off the <laughs> say, sorry. Sorry, sorry no what'd you say LaShonda? No, go ahead. it broke up a little bit what'd you i was say? gonna say when someone shows you who they are believe them i'm just saying but go on 
Mm, but he's supposed to but everybody mature though everybody grow out of it though uh when he walked off the stage he walked into the hands of the police and he was arrested on felony battery charge and booked in the county jail since from a charge last year with a 29 year old entertainer was accused of punching a photographer aj uh aja channel side in downtown tampa at the time the victim benny uh oh that's the name of the club aja channel side okay anyway at the time the victim benny vines told police he was hired to take photos at an event brown was also at the club for paid appearance the victim told police that brown was sitting here near him and motioned for him to move away police said vines moved away but he also attempted to explain to brown that he was hired to take photos of the crowd according to vines and the witnesses brown then approached vines assumed a fighting stance and punched vines upper lip brown and his entourage then left the nightclub the warrant was issued for brown's arrest in 2017 jail record show brown was arrested around 11 p.m thursday night released on two thousand dollars bond within the hour the 29 year old entertainer's record of violence includes a guilty plea to felony assault for beating up his then girlfriend rihanna 2015 20, 2009 a 2016 arrest for a charge of assault with a deadly weapon oh they skipped the dc incident interesting mm-hmm. uh brown's next tour stop is scheduled on friday night at tampa's mid mid florida credit union amphitheater uh da, da, da. um here's what i'll say about this um it's hard to believe in a world where people still defend chris brown that um that xxx temptation dude was supposed to be growing into some better human being because i don't think we really have any qualifications for what that is and we specifically give men credit for any level of anything so bare minimal like literally you can just do a youtube video saying you're gonna be a better person and people are like he's better is he's grown he's changed um but uh i think that it's kind of um telling that chris brown's now like 29 he's not a kid anymore um and i still saw people defending this incident as well wasn't that that's an old warrant anyway it's a year ago he was 28 well this is not an old warrant from 1995 like like he still he was a grown man and he punched somebody to settle what he would probably term an altercation but it sounds like it didn't have to be there's multiple witnesses so it's no doubt it probably happened and then he and then he skipped out on the warrant like there's only a warrant issue because you skip out on your uh, shirker responsibility to show up to court and do all the things you're supposed to do so to me this is highly irresponsible and yet he can put up a video of him in the house with his daughter and motherfuckers melt like well obviously he's a better person now can't y'all see it's different and i don't like what's different right actions 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 y'all like people and i understand people are human and all this shit and they defend like we all fall short of shit we all have like people that were like ah i like this person i grew up with this person's art or something like everybody has that but when you can't even fucking admit that you are biased like that why would i believe anybody when they're talking about how somebody else is gonna grow and someone was like telling me how it's not even comparable x was doing this work and uh, he was only 20 chris brown was doing the work at when he was 20 i remember that i remember putting on that fucking bow tie and sweater and quote unquote uh, apologizing but not for real apologizing and uh i'm gonna change my life i'm gonna do- he said all the right shit for like a year and he went through a fucking with a chair out the window at a, at a, at a the, the today show or some shit like come on i don't i don't believe it's not even about him it's not even about temptation it's it takes temptation it's not even about them it's about us as a society i don't believe us when we say stuff about people getting better 
how much of it is working backwards from i want to like what this person does so i'm gonna mm-hmm. write the narrative of oh no they're improving they're getting better they're learning they're growing they're di- it's different now when it's nothing's changed you just don't want to back up off of that and be like despite liking this dude's music he seems to be fucked up and unable to handle his anger issues how about here's where here's where was really bothering me Mm -hmm. i'm tired of the bar being greater near the center of the earth for black men Mm -hmm. but being at the sun for black women Mm -hmm. i'm tired of it being so pitiful easy for redemption with no work no effort bullshit apologies for black men black women maybe use the wrong grammar term and all of a sudden oh my god mm-hmm. there's no backing listen to them but don't really listen to them support them but only in as much as they are tripping over themselves to lift up ain't shit people i'm just tired of it I I didn't know anything about that XXX temptation dude until he passed away. Like I had never heard of him. But then again, I'm not I'm not his target demographic, and that's fine. Right. I had to have a conversation with my 17 year old. Like he was like, well, he did this. I was like, he okay, you may have liked his music, but when I hear about the person he was, and I had to catch myself because I didn't want to tell my 17 year old that. But he's gonna hear because he listens to y'all show. He loves you, Rob. By the way. He, I'm not celebrating that he's gone, but it's not a law. He was a horrible human being in his personal life. He was a terrorist to women of color, no less. It's just, it's exhausting living in a world where that's expected. And that level of gaslighting is, it's infuriating from someone you are saying is, it's infuriating that it's coming towards what you're saying is the backbone of a community yep. that you're treating that way. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of I'm tired of Chris. I need him to retire and go the fuck away and figure out how to be a decent person, or don't figure out how to be a decent person. I don't want to hear about you no more from anybody. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like R. Kelly. Like he don't look that don't look like shit to me. Right. To quote Westworld, yes, I watched Westworld, <laughs> but no, it doesn't look like anything to me. <laughs> I like the quote of Westworld. <laughs> I like I like the quote of Westworld adding cursing to it. I like oh uh, if he would have said that uh he's like uh just go through the door over there, Bernard, and he would have said, That don't look like shit to me. I would have lost it. <laughs> I would have lost it. <laughs> I mean seriously, it's just it's it's so damn frustrating. And it is so it's exhausting having to pick up the pieces and uh it just is yeah and the qualifications the standards are so it's such a double standard because in the same week uh where future released his album and he's like literally lying on the album trying to find a way to blame and subliminally talk shit about ciara and her marriage and to blaming like we have court documents that this nigga just doesn't go see his kid like he just literally like i'm gonna go get some pussy i'm not gonna see my kid this time he misses visitation she's had to submit documents of him missing the scheduled visitation he has already and he still can go on his album and shit on her and a lot of people run with his version of events despite knowing for fact it is not the truth but they'll be like these women won't let they 
men see their kids and this was wrong and and why didn't she just go be a mother why did she get remarried like she's supposed to wait on this nigga to grow up her whole life and this dude's still having babies with women that are not her like it's all this shit and it's all piled up on Ciara's doorstep as well it must be two sides of this where you contribute to it as as well as him not being shit and and you're right it's, it's because of a complete double standard we would never take that the other way if there was like some woman who was like i'm pregnant by multiple men um but um it's this this other famous man i can't believe he won't marry me is his fault no one would take that no one would be on her side everyone would just be like it's your fault what are you doing this is ridiculous you can't blame it but when you flip the genders people do it all the time and you know it's weird because black men definitely get the hide behind the it takes us longer to grow up um we can mature at a different age um it's hard you know life is so hard for us blah 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 but black women have it just as hard black women get incarcerated not to mention sexual assault not to mention intra uh racial violence in the community and shit and yet we don't have all these like uh great all this grace we don't have all these examples of like no you need to understand from her perspective we don't get that a lot you start giving a woman's perspective uh on an event you give lgbtq people's uh respect perspective on an event and people will immediately hit you with the ah this black feminism is tearing the community apart you know but it's should it be called black feminism to say yo chris brown seems like an unrepentant piece of shit that doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself and putting a video of you raising your daughter like you know you supposed to do is not necessarily a sign of growth like what the fuck did y'all expect if that's a sign of growth what did y'all expect him to look like as a father like that's like because they'll be like it's a sign of growth he he made a song about his baby he named a royalty she's in the house i'm like is did y'all expect the video of, of him like punching his own baby in the stomach to be going like him to be putting that on the internet because that's 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 not what was going to happen so i don't see how you can use that as a bar of a measurement of growth that's he's just a father oh and let's keep it real the internet is not real life right instagram facebook statuses twitter updates that is a flash it is a snapshot of your life in that moment right he might have spent 30 seconds with that girl and then ain't seen her for three months which to be fair to that little girl might be in her best interest because he ain't shit right yeah that's true she did not teach her the proper way to be treated as a woman by a man because he is not to date treated any women properly right even a bad parent can take a selfie you know what i mean like it, like a 30 second video is yeah so it's just anyway and i'm not even trying to say that to say he's a bad parent i don't i'm saying i don't give a fuck i just don't see how it exonerates him from a history of violence man and he's supposed to grow up like this not so if he's growing why was a year ago he was punching a dude in a club why is it always him you know and i've seen these people be like you know it's uh it's a shame that the police target him and i just feel like they got like somebody they out to get him i'm like who how, what? right how are they out to get you he's ne- like he's never going to jail for any of this shit Mm-mm. and then how are they out to get you when you don't want to punch somebody in the face you think it's a fucking conspiracy theory of what we're gonna do we're gonna send a cameraman that we will hire he will actually be hired by the venue to take pictures we're gonna send him up there to take pictures of the crowd 
next to chris brown chris brown's gonna ask him to move he's going to move and he's gonna tell chris well they hired me to take shots at the crowd so and we know that moments later chris will be so triggered he'll have to punch him in the face we'll get him to go to jail he'll skip out on the warrant uh a year later he'll do a concert and then we'll get him like it's that's so ridiculous like it's not fucking (laughs) they're not trying to kill fucking martin luther king here like he's just anyway uh all that to say 100 uh that's not even fucking with black people but that's 100 100 absolutely 100 same all right um was i i was gonna do fucking with black people i feel like something happened that was funny Mm um let me look at these articles real quick yeah yeah yeah. let's do some all right uh what's my fucking with black people music we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles to make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay i see who's fucking with us now um so uh there were some teens one wearing a make america great again hat who <laughs> went inside of a whataburger whataburger and um their video a video came out from one of the kids that showed uh a man who yanked the hat off of the kid and said fuck the president you ain't supporting shit bitch and walked out <laughs> with the hat and threw a drink in the kid's face right now for me personally that was good enough like i did not need um i say that man is a hero and if i see him somewhere i'll buy that man a drink because i personally <laughs> accept signs of make america great again hats as the same as Ku Klux Klan, or um, the rebel outfits or the rebel, rebel flag yeah i look at all that shit the same all the same to me um uh, nazi swastikas all mm. the same all the same to me so if something happens to a person that's wearing one i'm not required to give a fuck and i will not ever give a fuck anyway apparently after this video went viral from the 16 year old uh, more information came out and they identified the suspect who uh that's right the suspect the person who threw the drink and took that um as kino Jimenez. um and they uh found him and i believe detained him on a warrant for theft uh and they said his bond at five thousand dollars he was booked and released the same day of the incident um i'm not giving them the black twitter csi theme i feel like white people need a different uh that was white twitter csi getting to work yeah. to find this man you find something a little offbeat mm, i'm not looking so, for, i'm not giving them any music uh go ahead LaShawn. so question did he throw like a verner's because that's the only drink i can think you get thrown on you that you should be able to press charges for because <laughs> if that get in your nose that's good but i don't understand what the problem is what's wrong i mean it's, I, it was a teachable moment for the young person what's the problem right i mean was it hot tea is that what it was it hot coffee was it like i don't um but yeah um here's the thing though more stuff coming out about the story because in my mind people aren't really just going to, i mean honestly the hats wouldn't sell if people were really just going around slapping fire out of people for wearing that i know that's not how it works right like but people 
people don't do shit in a bubble if somebody reacts to something they're not reacting out of the blue something happened prior to it well what you have to realize is we live in the south karen and i we from north carolina come on um you think every time i see a confederate flag i'm slapping somebody I, my hands will be too sore i never right? i'll be walking around like all the time i'll be walking around like luke cage if i if i had to fucking slap everybody that had a confederate flag that's not how it works how it works is if you say some shit and you in that flag or you say some shit and you wearing that hat you might catch the hands at that point because it's like you're it's like a, a wasp or a hornet like you're brightly colored because you are dangerous and someone needs to put you down okay so what happened later is that people are now the people that were there at the uh at the um to witness the event said that the group of teens was actually out there joking about hanging blacks and killing off minorities just before Jimenez lashed out at the team how old was this kid again 16 okay yeah he old enough to old enough to get the hands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean i always i think was it me and justin maybe it was on the pregame i don't remember when it was we had a conversation about how um as a boy you and probably girls too but i know for i can only talk about my lived experience as a boy but you cross over the threshold of you can catch them grown man hands and it's way before you get to 18 you just don't know it like the government <laughs> the government tells you it's 18 but that ain't the truth the the, the truth is and it probably varies by size but right. i know for my black ass it was somewhere around like 14 was oh i need to watch how i talk to these adults like this, this they not, will fuck you up i do not feel safe i feel like this man would have hurt me in ways that i can't even imagine and he don't care that i'm wearing glasses and have a backpack on he don't care about none of this <laughs> like he was gonna give me some like i work at the um auto mechanic place uh grown man fist of, of death and i and i'm still on playing with transformers okay don't walk over here you don't want none right I'm out here playing with G.I. Joe's and he's about to beat me up because he just got off his shift at Lowe's and nobody respects him. Nope. Come on, right. Look here, sometimes don't feel to realize they be running their mouth and some adults have have had it and every adult you talk to don't love you like your parents. So all that to say that 16 is definitely within the range of a grown man might put hands on you if he catch you saying some racist shit. You know, mm-hmm. he ain't got time to give, check your ID. You know, he <laughs> uh anyway they were talking about well, for the fourth of july that hanging black people from trees would be a perfect party to witness so they went in there trolling to do this mm-hmm. they even probably came prepared to record that like we're gonna go viral we're gonna no they did they said hopefully with donald trump within the next few years we can celebrate a white country a real country without blacks maybe we can deport them to africa the witnesses said that he would not reveal his identity out of fear of retribution from fans of donald trump that's real the teen also said they wish the horror movie the purge was real in order to cleanse the world of african-americans and latinos they said they wanted it to be legal for white people to kill any other race for the fourth of july during the conversation another man in the restaurant asked the teenager to stop making racist comments and they refused the witness then left with his family said a video of the incident which took place at whataburger restaurant in san antonio went viral wednesday ranking in two million views for just two hours viewers assumed the attack was politically motivated uh yeah because when they put it on the internet they was like he just attacked us for wearing make america great again hat and of course it was more than that of course so uh zero to 100 karen 100 lashonda (laughs) 
I'm actually only going to give it 50. And that's because my man came through with the drink and the snatching of the hat. Yeah, I appreciate him. I appreciate his efforts. Uh, I feel a hundred fucked with in the fact that the man got arrested and, um, it's clearly a setup. Like, mm-hmm. that they've orchestrated this shit. It's specifically in the way that videos have been going viral of white people doing racist shit and calling the police on black people. Mm-hmm. And it's not a setup. Mm-mm. And and in the age of the internet and with the way you can manipulate video and shit, these motherfuckers, I guarantee you seen all these like pool party Paula, whatever the fuck type videos and went, see, they do it too. Uh, they probably were doing something before the video. Like all the white people always say, they're probably doing something before the video and they don't show that part. They just show her calling the police. And so this was their uh equal opportunity chance to get us back, quote unquote. Because it it's still a fucking game to them. Right, and it's not the same. It's not life and death for them at all. You know? Anyway, uh so yeah, I do feel fucked with. Um but I am also glad this dude put them hands on them. Uh, or well threw the drink in their face. Um and they said they tried to charge him with felony theft as one of the fucking things. I'm like, how's that possible? Well make so, him- that's not has to be like they found something else on this guy because what did he steal right the hat? is the hat worth fifteen thousand dollars now what the fuck no. <sighs> all right um here's another one um uh, i know we're getting close to the break actually let me go to the next session so we won't get cut off okay i'll bring everybody right back on screen give me one second everyone mm-hmm. or shonda you'll be prompted in one minute um but yeah i feel like they orchestrated that shit purposely to try to um oh of course of course get a viral video of course they did uh and that's the part that makes you upset like you say for white people just unprovoked i just exist and i have to do with your bullshit you do shit you get a reaction and it's like almost like everything else people always want to respond to the brown people's reaction not what the white person did prior to my action yeah we're literally like using these phones and shit for uh self-protection Correct. in a lot of cases like if it wasn't for um if it wasn't for that like where would we be so um yeah so in my opinion i might be wrong but i really do think that that has a lot to do with them attacking net neutrality with them you know wanting to raise uh rates and shit like that because uh, when you have something at the masses and the masses can do shit at a at, and and get people out to paint Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't like that shit, so they're trying to make it where it's not. You can't do that. You can't make a viral video go out and hold police accountable and hold companies accountable for the racism. We're not over there yet. Did you pull everybody? Uh, everyone else is here except y'all. It's. I think they have an error now where if someone's on screen with you, they don't come over. Um. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know how to get y'all over now. Okay. Can you uh send the link to her? in the um in the chat for the original one as matter of fact let me pause this let me pause this all right before we were rudely interrupted i have to email crowdcast about that um but yeah it it just sucks because they clearly wanted to go viral let's go to the next one a man who confronted a woman at a pool apologizes i express my sincere regret that i took uh for the actions that i took that day so adam bloom um that's right they did find his name after he um uh, <laughs> after, after <laughs> he decided to go viral on camera
adam bloom is his name um he went viral because he basically was traumatizing this black woman who um was at a winston-salem pool shout out to north carolina All right when uh he asked to see her identification on the fourth of july yeah see them papers he wanted to see her identification y'all to use the pool in 2018 yeah pools are still a thing some people do know your fucking history a lot of people don't know the history behind pools and shit like that the incident was captured on video and shows a confrontation between bloom and a community resident from the glen ridge amazon prime day starts july 16th it's an oh amazon prime is back okay cool um uh i'll see if i can play his apology because i i I love white tears in the morning it is so it honestly hydrates my my skin. It's how you gotta say black don't crack. This is why. We begin with breaking news. We're hearing exclusively from Adam Bloom, the man at the center. First of all, the fact that they went and found him and put him on the news, not the woman he attacked, the woman that he right. kicked out. Like, oh, it must be so good to be white. It must be so good. Because everybody want to hear your side. They always go find these white people. They went and found uh, Permit Paola, whatever the fuck her name was. Like, they went and found this woman it's amazing also i'm never gonna get tired of these alliterative names because i saw people <laughs> like getting mad about it but i was thinking about it you know what happens if you don't use the alliterative names i end up learning their real names come on and i actually don't want to learn their real names nope i like the pejorative mocking names that we give them that's better because between if it's a choice between learning uh adam bloom and remembering his name forever or knowing him as uh pool boy pete i'd rather know him as pool boy pete to be honest come on all right let's see if oh wait this is nine minutes you know what dude i don't care about your apology that much um <laughs> fuck this video uh, i didn't listen to it but the folks in the chat room said it was it was that i'm sorry not sorry bullshit like i would never do anything like that and that's just not who i am and mm-hmm. you know if people really got to know me they'd see i was a great guy and not a racist dick who invaded and traumatized a woman and her child that were just minding their own business if he don't go suck some of my hell I, some mm-hmm. of my best friends are pools okay guys nah! <laughs> <laughs> um yeah he um yeah he and then of course it's like the revisionist history of like you know because like when you see the video it's always like i just want to see your id are you even allowed to be here and shit like that but then when they're doing the apology it's always like the incident in question occurred and my actions that i took were unfortunate and you're like that it didn't it felt more visceral when i saw it happen in real life now, uh, didn't he? Someone said in the chat room that he said, "You know, I well, I'll let it go today, but if she come back, I'm gonna check again." Fool, the cop said to back the fuck down. Right. Yo, yo, people, yo, like as as Karen called him, your customer service said, "Back the fuck up." What are you doing? He had, and he, even in the original video, he had like three opportunities to apologize at the time when he was told he was wrong three different times, and yet he didn't apologize. He waited till he lost his job. He waited till he lost his job, and then he was like, "I'm sorry. Can I get on the news and say I'm sorry?" Yeah, because but know, not really. I'm getting my job right. Mm-mm, Whatever he no. had, he probably interacted with black people. Had black people working with him. They was like, "Nah, dog." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
the issue was brought up the officers asked the question they need to be asked to get issues resolved said thompson they were able to prove that jasmine had what she needed to get into the pool at the end of the day there was no need to see an id at that point because there was nothing to say that an id was necessary right but you called them to say that you were the one that started that what are you talking about yeah they need to start charging them i see more and more people say that start charging them fuckers for wasting the 911 line if they call and and you realize it is bogus and y'all wasting our time we're not fucking customer service start fucking Um, charging them my bad this is my fault the the police are saying this part not him so the police are like there's no need for him to even do that because there's no the id is not necessary for the internet pool anyway yeah so once they once the police right. come to that decision charge them for the fucking 911 call right well, uh, that's just it um but you probably i don't know if you're gonna do this article there's that 12 year old who was mowing lawns as a business and that white family called the police mm. and they said no and they got him that business well apparently recently they called again and people were asking the police like why aren't you charging it was like because they're calling the non-emergency line apparently if you call the non-emergency line you call as much as you want you can ask them to come out as often as you want it's not against the law. It's only an abuse and a crime if they're clogging up 911 with these calls. So I'm thinking that these people are calling the non-emergency lines for some of this shit. Mm. And that's why they're not being charged. What What do you mean the 9? The 411? What's the non-emergency line? Well, that, I mean, so there, just call there's the- like a line. Mm-hmm. There's a line you can, so I'll use my county. There's 911, but then there's a line you can call to the county police. It's not an emergency line. So, for example, my kid used to be a runaway. So whenever he would run off, I wouldn't call 911 because it wasn't an emergency. I knew he was floating around. I just didn't know where. I'd call the non-emergency line, and then they would send a couple of cars out to look around the neighborhood to find them. That's the number these people are calling. It's a non-emergent line. Oh, okay. Now, some of them, they can't say some of them are calling 911. Some of them are, but the woman that's calling on that 12-year-old kid that's mowing lawns, they said she's calling the the non-911 line. That's why she's getting away with it. And that she's been, she called them out 60 times in a few years. It's a ridiculous number. Right. They were like, bitch, don't lose our number. Why are you calling here? They should just, right. they should actually just make an automated thing that pretends to be a human that answers her call and just goes in a loop, you know? <laughs> um. So yeah, they, um, so yeah thompson said that when uh officers responded to respond to any call they are there to find the real concern and issue and not to take sides we will not be used upon to further someone's dislike for anyone said thompson friday morning bloom's employer of five years sonico products tweeted that he is no longer employed by the company statement read we are aware of a terrible incident involving the actions of one of our employees outside of the workplace the well-documented incident which involves the activities at a neighborhood pool on the, over the fourth of july does not reflect the core values of our company and the employee involved is no longer employed by our company in any respect um uh his attorney responded for the last seven years mr bloom has been the pool chair for his local homeowners association in, the, oh. in, that, in that capacity he works to hire lifeguards hire staff to maintain and clean the pool and work with members to set and enforce the pool rules and regulations um yeah uh so y'all basically had a racist in charge of y'all's um homeowner association pool stuff that's all you're telling me that's the only thing i learned come on uh but yeah he's supposed to enforce regulations such as smoking on the pool deck excessive drinking or misuse of mis- memberships by passing around pool cars and allowing non-members access to the pool the attorney added that bloom i was gonna say so basically all the shit that they let slide because i 
we have a the place I used to live shared our pool with an HOA that was a group of townhomes and let, folks had the beer cans and the coolers all next to the pool and was fucking in the pool which is why I stopped going all kinds of ridiculousness because I'm not taking my kids to see nobody fucking in but was pee, letting people pee all up in the pool it was ridiculous so all the stuff you supposed to stop you letting go but this black woman trying to cool off for her kid oh no this is a problem fucking Never. fucking in the pool is so unsanitary don't do that guys like i know it's not sexy it's not yeah it's it's not it's Porn literally lies. the opposite of what's supposed to be happening during sex okay yeah all the moisture is taken away in reality yeah, water is like the most fucking um the chlorine the yeah. chlorine yeah you're pushing chlorine you're pushing chlorine where it don't belong don't do it guys Mm-mm. it's not cool um don't let porn fool you okay uh, that's no don't and you're gonna get something you're gonna get something up there you don't want that's all i'll say about that um shout out to our girl sarah J who put us on um mm-hmm. when she when we interviewed her and she talked about her worst porn shoot and that was part of it so okay she's a sex professional and she's she telling y'all living. don't fuck in the pool okay anyway um so then um the part i find interesting is um he doesn't ask for ids for everybody just the people he suspects of misusing memberships which then brings us back to uh part one why do you all suspect the black person what was it about you know right right i do know why the attorney added that bloom has had to ask for ids of pool patrons and remove those who did not have valid memberships an average of four times every season in an effort to enforce the pools adopt the regulations and that people removed have included people of all ages and races okay so probably you'll get four black people uh every season okay got it um from his, his lawyer went on to say that another board member approached bloom with concerns that uh abu abu lemon uh didn't live in the neighborhood so they racist too the fuck i care right uh these white people are terrible they're like see that's the problem with these fucking rules man racism is so ingrained into america it's in the rules in the rules so when motherfuckers are like i just had to follow the rules i'm like yes the rules are racist too it's all designed so it could be like in case a black person comes along how can we figure out how to get them up out of the paint that's it it's not like this shit where it's like no it's the rules he was just trying to do what he had to do they don't enforce the rules of everybody the fact that they have these rules is only so that when we discriminate against a black person we can turn around and go but what about the rules right so it could be uphold by the in court or some shit like that right um all right i'm trying to think are any these funny nope New. oh the 100 for that though uh, now, yeah. it's actually 100 for that bullshit apology it's 75 for the original incident because honestly i don't expect him to do any better yeah yeah i give it 100 as well okay 100 all right um let's see Ugh, this one happened up the street from us literally oh like uh, by, by my great grandmama's um uh, where she used to stay Ah. um a 89 year old black grandmother is forced to use the bathroom outside after a north carolina gas station refused to let her use theirs are you fucking serious dead serious i know where this gas station is an attendant at north carolina gas station refused to let a black 89 year old woman use the store's restroom forcing her to relieve herself outside in 90 degree weather um wbt reported on this um uh, evelyn reddick was on a church trip 
when the van she was riding had a flat tire according to reddick's granddaughter katasa glover the attendant at the shell gas station denied her use of the store's facility despite her age and frailty reddick's granddaughter noted in her now viral post that the elderly woman had just been released from the hospital after having a stroke a fact that one of her fellow churchgoers explained to the attendant nevertheless they continue to refuse a request to use the employees only restroom reddick then went outside to use the bathroom in the grass alongside the station in the heat according to the report uh had to go she had to go to the hospital to make sure she was okay afterwards right she said i've never been so embarrassed um county commissioner Velma Leak, an official who represents the district where the Shell station is located, told WBT that she went to the store to inquire about the incident. She was told to speak to the company's corporate office. The officials with why can't why can't you just have a little fucking humanity? And what is this is like I said, these fucking rules, man. The rules are baked in with shit like this, so you can be like, I was just following the rules. Everybody knows that's inhumane. That's inhumane um he was 89 years old. what did you expect her to do in the bathroom except you right between people i'm sorry it's triggering me because it was the same shit when they were trying to say well transgender individuals can't use the bathroom record what do you expect people to use in the bathroom you know what people go to the bathroom to do piss and shit that's all they're doing in the goddamn bathroom you think what are we doing like, you think she was people? you think she was casing the joint you think it's a 89 year old right. woman right she was gonna pull out a shotgun she was gonna case the joint she oh the bathroom bandit you ain't heard yeah she's she's an 89 year old woman that she you let her use the bathroom next thing you know the whole station's getting robbed like look what the fuck did they think was gonna happen um officials with mecklenburg county said no code violations had occurred but commissioner leak and reddick's granddaughter believed an exception should have been made due to the woman's age and medical condition she's a human being they are human that is out of ordinary to say no to somebody that age glover noted that her grandmother lived through jim crow that's the part that really pissed me off is thinking of her age and how Mm -hmm. her life experiences must have like it's like it is like none of this means shit right like none of this means mm-hmm. shit is 90 you live 90 years to still have to experience this 90 mm-hmm. years um uh so yeah and i'm sorry I've been, I've been to shells i've been to gas stations at most they'll say look we can let you use the bathroom can you at least buy this 30 25 cent stick of gum yeah they make you purchase even if you had, right. if someone can make the purchase that's our a that's soda. our rule that's the right. most rules i've ever heard about using a bathroom and they were being nasty because they could and this is also what happens with this um gentrification shit because like i said i you know i have family in this area and it's not too far from uh you know roseland uh you know the the government apartments where i grew up is uh for a little bit um it's not too far from uh like i said my grandma my great grandmama's land um and they bulldoze all that stuff um and they're gentrifying it and they put shit over there and they treat us like we're not people like we're not human they don't respect us they don't love they don't like have any um love for our culture but they you know we have to put a gas station over here because this is where white people are moving and putting their fucking lofts down so then you have uh these situations where we're running in people that have lived there our whole lives are running into these motherfuckers that are scared of us 
right like, these are the people that call 911 on us these are the people that don't want us in that fucking pool even though we've been in that pool longer than them these are the people calling the police telling us to turn our fucking music down these are the people that are fucking on uh all those um websites like uh your neighbor.com or whatever being like uh, a black person was sending him out of the bus stop should i call the cops has anyone else seen this black person it's like uh you sure they weren't just waiting on a school bus or whatever i mean they had a book bag and they look like children but you never know like it's these motherfuckers that come into our neighborhood and and their racism is a fucking pollution and they're spreading that shit mm-hmm. to us because they want the land and they want this prime real estate they put us in these places in the first place like now they want them back you know what i mean but they they, they drove down value by letting us know that we didn't get the government services that we were supposed to have in these areas buses stop running at certain times of night and shit people don't want to deliver food at certain times of night out there police don't come as fast out there anymore and shit and then white people come back and they want to bring all that convenience back but then they're also bringing all this fucking oppression with them and so you have situations where a 90 year old woman can't use the fucking bathroom it's, uh it's very frustrating uh glover noted that um her grandmother lived through jim crow uh people are tired of being mistreated she said and a woman who's been here since 1929 who has gone through that will not experience that in 2018 without uh the community fighting um and you can read glover's post about her grandmother's treatment below um and they have like her facebook posts and stuff but um yeah man that that's uh, uh definitely a hundred it's like not just for it happening up the street but i don't know it just made me think about my sorry i'm sorry it makes me think about my grandma and my great-grandma and and how this world just doesn't change it just it's still the same shit over and over and it's just not fair and the fact that you can like to me that's my grandma you got out there and to some fucking attendant or some white person she's just a fucking nigger she's just a nigger to them it it doesn't matter she's raised people she's on a church trip what the fuck do you think she got shotgun in her dress it's frustrating and the fact that she was recovering from a stroke you know her movement was probably not the best what threat does it what it's almost like the People who are hateful like that are just allergic to being decent human beings, and it's so disgusting. She and could, it's she incredibly could have died. frustrating that she could have died in that heat. And the idea that these people thrive in this environment is it's exhausting to think about. I'm I'm not normally a scary individual, but this shit is scaring me. I got two boys. Right. I kind of don't want them to ever leave home ever. It feels like my oldest is at work. I'm like, dude, do you have to work? I mean, I know you gotta work, but do you? It's it's right. freaking me out. And this is Charlotte. Like, this is not uh, West Bumblefuck, North Carolina. This is not like Dixie banjos and shit. This is Charlotte. This is a black city. You know, like our government is black. Our fucking um, like our municipality is black. Like Charlotte, North Carolina is very black. Like it's called like oh, it's Little Atlanta and shit like that this shit can happen here because racism is so fucking insidious and stupid and evil and mean it's just like it's so ridiculous and to think that there's a mandate in this country to bring it 
to like to make sure that it is solidified it it scares me on, on that level and to know that it's gonna it affects everybody like children old women every, like everybody is on notice and it just seems like people don't give a fuck you know um and and i don't know what can be done because this is a tiny bit of power a little one person had you know this is not a person that holds government office or something it's a little bit of power he had a little that person had a little indiscret a little discretion they could have been like you know what you know use the restroom ma'am it's like it would have taken it took uh i was watching pose fx and uh on fx and uh pray tell was talking to um the sister of this trans woman who oh no her, the aunt of this trans woman and she was like and uh, pray tell was like it costs you nothing to be kind nothing like it costs you nothing it took more effort to do this you're in a newspaper right because of this you could have just opened a fucking door it would have taken three five minutes they would have said thank you and that would have been the fucking that would have been the end of it that would have been the end of it you'd rather hell you might have you might have got some extra business out of it like hey while we in there you know it is hot let us get some drinks let us get some snacks right you're there like you should be there as a service to the community anyway because that's who the fuck keeping you afloat somebody buying your gas and your fucking high price ass gatorades and and chips and shit it's us it's not like it's no one else it's just it's just it's just so ridiculous anyway all right let's move into something positive something funny uh let's do um uh let's do uh guess the rice because i can't do this anymore <laughs> now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time but that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we live read and play news articles from all over the globe and we asked our contestants today lashonda aka the doctor from the mtr network to guess the race and karen in the chat room play along everybody's racist so it's like we all work for shell or whatever um <laughs> all right um let's talk about who did what here's one a woman was arrested while visiting her son in jail <laughs> it's like well why are you here uh, you, you do fit the description too right i'm <laughs> uh, looking at this poster on the wall and uh you know what stay right here we'll be right back um so yeah while visiting her son in jail a woman was arrested on charges of her own uh jennifer Dillon, 38 was visiting her son in lee county jail but the visit was cut short when officers realized she had an active felony warrant after she signed in. Oh, shit. What the hell are you thinking? <laughs> you should have been the last person to show up. Why are you, you walking to the place where people is actually looking for you? <laughs> she didn't want the officers to have to work hard. This is Dylan's. I guess. This is her 12th arrest in Lee County. And this time. Oh, yeah this time she's facing charges for both lee county sheriff office and fort myers police department she was arrested on four counts of fraud one count of forgery two counts of petty theft one count of grand theft and one count of burglary and one count of dealing in stolen property uh she is still Ooh. in the jail on a bond of fifty one thousand five hundred dollars shit she had five golden rings too goddamn she went down the list <laughs> i was just about to say partridge in a pear tree <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
all right guess the race of jennifer dillon karen and jennifer black all right lashonda how many words did you say she had she had she's been a okay so this is her 12th arrest uh they don't say how many warrants they just say how many charges she was arrested on so i don't know how she had she had one active felony warrant okay the fact that yeah she white because she walked up in there like oh they ain't gonna do nothing to me no i think she white all right that boat walking in that place you know you got a warrant it's a lot of Mm -mm. yeah a lot of hutzpah uh 53 percent white woman that should have called the non-emergency line I will see Aww. your petty theft and raise you a petty arrest, black. <laughs> she was using credit cards to sell stolen goods on Instagram, black. Aww. That method is strong, white. Th- thought her privilege would excuse her warrant, several arrests, and was out, white. White, she walked in with the confidence of a white woman. Who gonna check me, boo? Black. White and white, white, white. This is a lot of arrests. White privilege failed today, white. White crimes don't do any time, she thought. A black woman would have already been arrested during a live, living while black charge, so white. America Aww. keeping white privilege free, white. Uh, she was smuggling in those balloons in her coochie, black. LaShonda gets it, free Adnan. Uh, and I not did hashtag and I did that shit. Of course, um, I agree. He did that shit. Um, anyway, uh, she was white. You guys both got it right. No, I got it wrong. Oh. Okay, sorry, Lashonda got it right. Yeah, I got it wrong. Karen went black. Oh. Got it wrong. Okay, and uh, chat room. Many of you missed it. Yeah, she's definitely not a black woman but she has the um i've dated some black men haircut i will say that mm, can we see pics <laughs> yeah i put it on the uh i put it on it in the uh chat it, you know it takes a second sometimes oh, oh yeah oh. yes that's something pepper swoop yeah she did that yeah she might be down with that swirl a little bit so um you know but uh yeah it look like she about to go shoop shoop right she like uh you think she light skinned for a second and then you get too close and you're like oh damn it's a white woman right uh <laughs> all right let's see how about this one anime blessing is her name and okay. yeah she is 92 years old and she's been arrested for allegedly killing her son mm-hmm. mm, mm, guess the he, plot thickens mm, guess he wasn't that much he of a blessing why she had the air on didn't she didn't he he, ha! he he was he had the screen door he slammed it too hard um a 92 year old woman allegedly killed her son in arizona because she did not want to be sent to an assisted living facility oh so i guess she sent him to the morgue uh rather than go to that assisted living facility <laughs> shit anime blessing was charged with first degree murder aggravated assault and kidnapping at authorities found her 72 year old son dead in their home in fountain hills uh maricopa sheriff's office said is this gonna play a video in the background i have no idea what cnn is doing right now just things are moving Wait, on this page not, 92 and she kidnapped her 72 year old son that was trying to put her in a nursing home i'm trying to figure out how this happened like mm. what it is a lot it is a lot blessing hid her two pistols in the pockets of her robe and shot her son several times in his bedroom oh shit <gasps> oh, my God. 
they say don't hide your blessings but they never say anything about blessings hiding them pistols uh, <laughs> her son's girlfriend was also in the room oh shit she could have got hit too and said she heard blessing telling her son she was tired of the way he treated her oh she had no mm. yeah mm. also a girlfriend 72 i feel like you either gonna wrap it up or you're not you know what i mean 72 is a long time <laughs> like, uh, hey, that might have been his girlfriend. Just saying. He might have been on that. He looked at Steve Harvey and said, "I won't be losing half." Okay, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, from my understanding, she had thought about it a few days because it's simple. Oh. Mark Harris. God damn it! Now you want to play? All right. Uh, from my understanding. He had, she had thought about it for a few days because there was a dispute regarding her son wanting to put her in an assisted living home said the police blessing then pointed the gun at her son's girlfriend who struggled with her until she lost the grip of the gun when blessing pulled out the second pistol from her robe god damn she came ready <laughs> what? she said I, I knew you was gonna go for that gun bitch her son's girlfriend also knocked that one out of her hand once she was disarmed, Blessing sat in a reclining chair until deputies arrived and arrested her. Yeah, what was she going to oh, do? Oh, she sat there like, and I dare you to arrest me. She sat in that chair like, I'm tired now. Take me to jail. The last assisted <laughs> facility. That's the only assisted facility I'm going to. Prison. Yeah, it is. Uh, now, was this, is she in like Ernestine Shepherd shape where is she doing like bodybuilding competitions? Because this is a whole lot of fighting and if she fighting this hard why are you putting her in a nursing home i think right. she got it covered i'm gonna assist y'all niggas with these bullets how about that um <laughs> <laughs> we all gonna need assistance living in this facility because uh <laughs> we all gonna be on life support uh blessing them pointing on and on. once she was disarmed blessing sat in a reclining chair until deputies arrived and arrested her as the suspect was being escorted from the residence, she made a spontaneous statement to, to the effect of, you took my life, so I'm taking yours. Oh, shit. She brought you into this world. Yeah. Brought you into this world, so I'm taking you out. She told deputies she had purchased one of the guns in the late 1970s and that her husband gave her the other pistol. Oh, shit. The blessing moved in with her son and his girlfriend about six months ago. So he was like, we can't, listen, we can't take care of you. Um okay you 90 something it's been six months we're not having sex anymore um i'm just gonna have to get you a system living facility and she said uh <laughs> oh you thought um all <laughs> right guess the race of anime blessing karen i'm going to go white all right lashonda <laughs> um cops didn't come in blasting so i'm gonna guess white as well all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe um let me go i'll scroll up a bit it seems okay the cracker who can't clap on beat but clap will clap clap you with the tool i brought your ass into this world and i will take your ass out don't tread on me come and take it white uh having the opportunity to go to an assisted living facility and not have big mama laying up in the hospital bed in the living room blocking her blessings catch me outside how about that white mama snapped after being called by her first name for so many years uh she had the second pistol taped to her back like john mccain mcclain harry Aww. tubman black kill bill's girlfriend white 
assisted against my better judgment i'm going to go with white on this one white women white woman that owned the last slave mistress um reclaiming her time black what's love got to do with this i'm not the anime to be fucked with white only white people <laughs> only white people warehouse their mamas in nursing homes white white she was letting out all her tricity black i feel like mama's black anime that's black to me double fisted white norma and norman based white the correct answer is white some of y'all missed it many of y'all went black actually She like Clint Eastwood. Oh, don't she look like he just told her the news, Mama? We gonna put you in a home. <laughs> the fuck you? <laughs> you thought right? <laughs> oh oh man, that how do you tell somebody with that can make that expression that you just to put him in a home? That's asking to die. Mm-hmm. That's asking to be shot. Yep, she really look like she couldn't wait you to know, shoot him. You know your mama. You, you know your mama. Right, you know your mama. You feel lucky, punk? Oh, man. Uh, that's what she said to the girlfriend. I know what you're thinking. How many times did he shoot? Five or six? <laughs> <laughs> you feel lucky? Huh, punk? What well, do you? Pow. Um, alright, let's see. We can find another one. Um, let me go. To, oh, bonus round music. Here we go. Um, there we go double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race bonus round against the race so far we are uh lashonda's got two she's two and oh karen is one and one right and the chat room's all over the place let's see how you guys do <laughs> in the bonus round um here's a story about um some vandalism guys okay sometimes people get out here and the vandalized thing in this case it was a man who used eggs as his weapon of choice he egged a lot of vehicles a man's been charged with in connection with multiple vehicles that were egged last month in bismarck didn't i don't know if it's true or not but didn't they say eggs can like fuck up the paint of your car they can okay yeah. one of my cars got egged a long time ago and it, it fucked up the car yeah i was like what the fuck is this we just walked outside and the egg was just on the car i have no idea what i did that right uh benedict august ponzer 19 uh has been charged with felony criminal mischief that resulted in more than three thousand dollars worth of damage to vehicles with eggs Woo. that's right oh old eggs benedict over here uh june 18th more than 20 people reported to the bismarck police department that their vehicles have been hit with eggs according to court documents pioneer elementary school also was egged mm. what uh, do you have against them i guess they scrambled up some suspects real quick uh two <laughs> suspects also <laughs> removed all the food items from the little free pantry box located outside the school um 
three victims reported three thousand two hundred eighteen dollars worth of damage to their vehicles including paint damage dents and one vehicle had damage to the windshield due to a large parking cone being placed on it two victims uh vehicles were parked on the street in north bismarck valley drive and xavier street another vehicle was parked in the parking lot um a bismarck police officer reviewed school surveillance footage and spotted a red ford escort wagon and two suspects the third suspect remains inside the vehicle it cannot be seen on the video the officer went to lockport street noticed a red ford escort wagon in the parking lot with all the vehicle's windows down and food items from the little free pantry on the back seats of floorboards wow this was an easily solved case uh the officer ran the vehicle an easily cracked case (laughs) ha he did crack the case oh it took you a while good to see you coming out of your shell over there karen (laughs) see they didn't make them have to scramble hard to figure it out Mm -hmm. all right looks like like you're full of yolks today um so then uh they found the the officers ran the vehicle's registration and found ponzer's driver's license picture and matched with one of the suspects um i really kind of want this to be a tv show now. come on like like a like <laughs> why don't we have a csi that only solves mundane cases that nobody really gets hurt in yes you know like like they keep i think in their mind they're like we should keep going darker with the show but like we should have like oh my god children csi mm-hmm. that's what we need i would actually watch that cartoon network make it so okay yes i want child children csi csi children they just solve crimes that you know who vandalized uh the rock in front of the, the high school yeah you know like like yes. we, we never cover anything like racist no sexual assault stuff nothing violent you know just just little stuff kind of like that who drew the dicks thing that netflix did but but like every week we just do another like someone took the erasers you know like encyclopedia brown yeah but with csi yeah. technology who still who stole the lemonade stand money yeah but i do want the kids to use <laughs> like actual like million dollar csi equipment like i don't want them to like it's not gonna be like encyclopedia brown where he really is like i knew that you had the erasers because i found the chalk in the uh in the garage no i want it to be like we had a csi forensics team uh <laughs> <laughs> like reconstruct the camera footage that was deleted uh from the night the school was vandalized like i want fingerprints from the eggshells and come on like reconstructing fingerprints like i want all that guys <sighs> anyway make it so family channel what are you doing let's go uh do they exist anymore is that freeform freeform make it happen i don't know um all right freeform got cops having sex in the backseat of cars no i don't think that's a yeah. freeform show yeah you're right like we met now i finally miss abc family and i realized what the point was i'm sorry <laughs> i'm late i'm late maybe they were already making this show right um the officer contacted ponzer um uh and who told the officers he parked his vehicle the prior afternoon and hadn't left his apartment since meanwhile they got the video 
uh when asked why he and his vehicle were on surveillance video his story changed and he reportedly admitted to throwing the eggs at the school but he denied throwing any at the vehicles what it don't work like that <laughs> I, okay officers you got me i did throw those eggs at the school if that is what you had on camera that it, i admit to that much well what about the other <laughs> eggs in the same vicinity that were thrown on vehicles i have no idea how those eggs got on those vehicles okay <laughs> i don't i frankly i don't i'm rather insulted by the insinuation that i would know anything to do with eggs being thrown at vehicles <laughs> that is a totally different type of crime than the crime that i committed uh <laughs> father told officers that he and his two friends whom he only knows by their first names david and ryan uh threw eggs at the vehicles he apparently admitted to placing the parking cone on the windshield but did didn't deny damaging it Ponzer had his initial appearance last week with south central district judge cynthia Phelan, and she said his bond at five hundred dollars guess the race of old uh benedict august Ponzer, the egg the the egg vandal oh oh they all white i'm surprised they didn't bust at the holiday sauce yeah <laughs> i know right uh what about you shonda what do you think Bismarck and this entire crime screen's white i'm sorry all right, all right. and the bond is 500 dollars for all that damage yeah, yeah i mean i mean it that's was- not even covering on one of the cars Mm-mm. right <laughs> i mean i mean it was quite a runny situation <laughs> hold on <laughs> um all right let's check the chat See? room he wasn't gonna lie down over easy <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I crack myself up. <laughs> oh, you do crack yourself up. <laughs> 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 All right, let's see what these people in the chat room think. Um, <laughs> oh man, I had to go all the way up. All right, ain't no niggas wasting no food, fragile and white like the shell. <laughs> At the tender age of 19, this prepubescent infant fetus boy, what child embryo could not have known better. White hashtag teachable moment. <laughs> Just like my favorite buddy, <laughs> Shanna, I don't do the Cumberbatch white. Uh, I'm gonna, hey. right? Uh, that is, hmm, that, is that Dr. Who slander? Cause he used to be Dr. Who? Yeah, that's Dr. Strange slander. Wow. Sherlock slander. Mm-mm, that's wrong. <laughs> uh you know benedict sumrax literally stopped a, a fucking like robbery and saved this dude's life one time he hopped oh. out of a cab and beat up these dudes Mm-hmm. so he's a real hero while the rest of y'all just pretend to be i'm gonna egg some cars <laughs> bro yeah bro excellent white <laughs> ain't no nigga gonna waste no eggs but this dude was excited to go to jail too white <laughs> post white <laughs> white antics the only black dude named benedict would have been at a jamaican diner in season two of luke cage or the oxtail so this is a white <laughs> yeah them jamaicans boy they good they are excellent speaking of eggs um no homie no home training uh having honky eggs white all the whitest whiteness white bill and ted's excellent adventure <laughs> uh they got away over easy white g whiz spanky it was butch and the gang white 
eggs white um little white deviled eggs <laughs> oh that's good little white <laughs> devil eggs all right um kale with his eggs white uh yep the correct answer is everybody got it right white I really would have loved if it would have been uh some brown eggs some black people but um we all knew it was white from the the second we heard mm-hmm. it we knew that i was probably organic eggs them free range chicken eggs my favorite part is that yep. he wouldn't say the last names of his friends like that wasn't still snitching right i just know their first <laughs> names and they were the whitest names like ryan and trevor or <laughs> bob and ernest how did the cops not laugh as soon as they found out his name was benedict how did they not how do you even do that interview seriously i was just like come on man he's like i didn't look i don't know who threw the eggs at the cars but like i threw the eggs at the building and that was it uh okay uh we have you on video oh oh wait a minute uh i did throw the eggs <laughs> idiot um all right guys uh but, but shout out to him for not snitching though okay only on your first names uh <laughs> they just gonna go to his first facebook page and just put in the first name <laughs> and be like who the fuck is john like what an idiot <sighs> white people it's so wild because white people are so good at crime but then they're also so terrible at crime mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. like only white you people can snap- go ahead uh, you know they snapchat a picture of themselves with the eggs before they start throwing them you all they gotta they do is did. check the snapchat right it's in there somewhere it's on the instagram post somewhere because there's no real like consequences for the crime anyway but like only white people be brazen enough to do a crime that stupid and then at the same i mean his car still had the stuff in it but then at the same time (laughs) like um they're so like they're so good at crime because they're so brazen you know like it, it takes the same mentality to do what he did that it took to like steal this land from indigenous people like it's the same it's the same gene is what i'm saying all right let's do some sore sore ratchetness and we'll get out of here guys all right I have to put this guy's picture on screen because I'm looking at his mugshot for this crime with the sword. Mm-hmm. And uh, y'all have to see this dude. Um, a Westminster man, man has been arrested after alleged assault with a sword. Um, a Westminster man was charged Monday after he allegedly injured a woman by holding a sword to her neck during a verbal dispute over money. Oh my. Right? Oh, he did that shit. <laughs> right? If guilt is... Oh on, dic- on dictionary.com his his face is next to guilt yeah he was like shit they caught me <laughs> <laughs> All right, he looks so turn- pleased with him i know turn to the side oh he like i almost got my money though i know that much um <laughs> robert michael franklin 36 of marydale drive was charged with one count each of first and second degree assault he is being held without bond as of wednesday According to the statement of charges, police arrived at Franklin's home around 7 a.m. Monday after a caller advised that someone was possibly stabbed after a verbal dispute. Franklin caused a small 
laceration on the woman's neck with a metal sword the woman told police that morning while he held the sword to her neck the report states he was simultaneously trying to remove money from her pants pocket he fled the scene before the police arrived according to the report but entered police custody on wednesday after officers stopped his vehicle for a compulsory insurance violation and found that he had an open warrant for assault the sword was seized and photos of the woman's injuries were taken for as evidence a preliminary hearing has been scheduled for august 1st uh, according to the electronic court records lashonda tell everybody where they can find you okay so i podcast over at the mtr network mtrnetwork.net i'm on twitter at the doctors in 2015 <clears throat> i mentioned my website i'll say it again uh, my photography website is www.lraimages.com i am in the dmv area i actually live in northern virginia but oh, i will brave coming into dc as long as i can take the train to get there because driving in dc sucks <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, uh, you can find me over there podcasting this summer. Everyone else is getting a bit of a break. Um, I was silly enough to agree to summer shows, so you'll hear me over the summer if you want to hear me. Which all summer shows are you doing that we can uh, look forward to? Cloak and Dagger, 12 Monkeys. We're Later on today, we're actually recording another Doctor Who retrospective for the Premium Network and uh, Doctor Drunks. So we're doing the Serena documentary on HBO, which was so good. I cried every episode. Mm. I want all the good things for her. Serena, yes. she's just oh, that's my dog. Perfection. Oh, so good, so good, so good. And we're finishing up our our coverage of Star Wars Rebels. Uh, Parish D and I are doing Star Wars Rebels, so we're gonna finish up the last half of season four at some point this summer. Yeah, you um yeah. you love Star Wars as well, so that's also a, a cool thing. Um, uh, and and then also I was just on a um uh recap of legion season wait dominion season one uh with her and chris from the mtr network and uh, i think it was actually on the the, the like free shit so like y'all better go get some free shit when y'all can you know what i'm saying uh we got this well we got to talk about season one of the very slept on show dominion uh which was based Mm. off of the uh uh controversial movie uh legion I, i won't say it's i'll stop saying it's bad but i need to rewatch it and see if it still holds up as bad to me but um yeah we had a good conversation it was fun you guys know i like recapping certain stuff so uh yeah check it out and lashonda thank you so much for being here thank you yeah for having me honestly when you first invited me i was like are you sure you weren't trying to reach shanna no no i know what i was doing i know what i was doing um <laughs> nope i wanted you on we uh and uh and it, i think people had a good time listening and they and they'll see clearly why uh they should be listening to you everywhere they can find mm-hmm. all right until t- uh, oh what'd you say i'm sorry no, i just said thank you for having me anytime. <laughs> anytime and tomorrow our guest will be xd from the j to xd podcast mm-hmm. um so we'll be seeing y'all i think that's at seven i don't feel like looking it up on my google calendar at the moment but uh it's in there somewhere uh but we'll be talking we'll be seeing you guys tomorrow for that um and also just uh, announcing it early but lip smacking good is making a return karen's um <laughs> premium uh food podcast and we're making some changes to the format i think people really enjoy it mm-hmm. i'm so. i'm excited i know people have really been asking about it we kind of took a break but we coming back and i'm excited because i know a lot of people look forward to that that's kind of that's my baby 
so that'll be back and uh yeah i think that's it so until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.